Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 339.5, The Wormhole. Hopefully you guys are on your way back or getting this a notification to let you know things are a-popping again. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we'll get a few of you back. Had a great crowd tonight, man. Over a hundred people tuned in to watch uh, what I thought was a pretty great episode, and hopefully you did it as well. Uh, Red pill, what's up? First one in chat, man. I can't help but think it's a little weird that uh, yesterday we had some uh, some communication with the Google mods again out of nowhere and it just so happens that the resurgent of the Google mods is at the same point where I no longer have to start chat so is it that Google mods are starting the chat and not me I don't know definitely curious green 13 B4 P funk how you guys doing? Welcome to be the first amongst the show. What is up, Sunrise Grow to Barrington? Welcome. Get uh, Red Pill popping in. What's up? What's up, Red Pill? Not much. Just popping in. Saw that you went live as soon as I came back to my phone and checked YouTube. So, what what are your thoughts on the the Google thing? I don't think it's any coincidence, to be honest with you. Uh, for the last, I, I want to say close to a month, I've had to go in and start chat say basically hello something I think it's my Google or YouTube's way of making me sign responsibility hmm. and then all of a sudden I've noticed throughout that time period there's been one or two nights that I haven't had to start the chat and I never really noticed or put any thought into it until last night when I didn't have to start chat. I thought that was weird. Anyway, I was I was speaking with the guests and I was like, oh, hold on, I gotta get chat going. And then as I was reaching over for the keyboard to say hello to everybody, I noticed that uh, chat was already popping off without me. And I just kind of went, oh, okay, cool. And then as the night progressed, I watched people bitch about the Google mods deleting their comments as they were posted. And I thought, hmm, did Google Mods start the chat tonight and then make everything workable and now they're watching over things? Hmm. Uh, I, I just thought it was kind of coincidental that, you know, the nights the night that I didn't start chat was the nights that uh, Google Mods Would that, were I'd be able to see down. that on my end or is that just something you see? No, you see it on your end. If you say something that they don't like, your comment will say deleted um, by Google Mods. Oh, I, I don't think I had that yet. 
That's crazy. That's oh, yeah. the first time I heard about it too. I mean, I know usually it's left up to either you or the people that you give a wrench to. I didn't know there's shadow mods or whatever you want to call them. Ninja mods. Yeah. Yeah. They just, it's the funniest thing too, because like, like I've stated, there's nights where we, they're not, they're obviously not present because we're having the same conversations. Mm-hmm. And then there's nights where Google mods are taking out comments with the same keywords. You know what I mean? And it's usually like a swear word or something like that, but it's, they're definitely smacking down comments from time to time. I wonder what triggers that. Greetings, or maybe you're making, Good evening, Bingus. you're making that big of a wave. Sorry, Bingus. Shit. I could only hope, Red Pill. I could only hope. <laughs> How you guys doing? How you doing in this evening, Bingus? Doing great, sir. Uh, great episode. Really enjoyed it. Uh, I get just as much fun out of your chat room as I do the episodes. It's becoming one of my favorite places to hang out. Obviously, here I am. <laughs> I appreciate that. I know I enjoy having you around, and the community obviously likes to have you around as well. So thank you for being a part of things. Honored. (laughs) Seriously. You're on to something, sir. And uh, just actually, you're getting better at it, too, which... You know, I'm really... Well, I watched you tonight, and I was like, don't, don't, don't give me the humble shit. You're, you are getting better at what you're doing because, dude, you've been doing it now for, what, almost a fucking year, right? Yeah, March 25th will be a year. I can't believe I was thinking that as I was uploading uh, the episode to Spotify because I have to put the they seasons. They ask, you know, is, is this a season and number? And I'm thinking, my God, I'm coming up on what I'm going to call season two. <laughs> Real quick, I can't believe that I'll be having a what I would call a season two. <laughs> Cheddar Bob, what's up, buddy? Hey, Bingus Eagle, how's it going, Red Bill? What's up, dude? What a Cheddar show, Cheddar Bob! What a show! Thanks, man. That was Josh a def- super great guy. Listening to him talk is so much fun. Just the way he talks about stuff is so cool. Easy to understand. He doesn't get like super, super scientific. He just lays it out for the layman to understand and put a picture inside their head. It's it's pretty awesome. Your daughter is cracking me up. Lexi is definitely a Bingus fan, to be she's, honest. She's with. a great, great person. Uh, I saw her live with you the other night. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I am not 24. I am 66, and I wish I was 20. I wish I was 49. I really do. It's just the state of state of mind, Bingus. It's all it is. state now, of mind. In my you mind, want to be 49. Well, in my mind, I am 24. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's even better. 
That's even better. Like, wouldn't it be great to be to go back to 24 and carry the knowledge that you have now? I'd be bloody dangerous, man. <laughs> and make all the same mistakes. Only a little more unique, right? Because you'd have a little more knowledge on how to really fuck it up. Yeah, I'd, I'd make them bigger. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't be who I am. There you go, man. Me either, quite frankly. I or, think you about know, it, though, you know. What you said about knowledge makes me think, and where I'll, if I where I can be at, if I get to sixty six someday. Red pill. I gotta tell you, you're absolutely right about my uh, attempt <laughs> at doing three different projects <laughs> at once. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mess already, mm-hmm. but. One of them is going to turn out real well. And uh, it's not the one with the two males. That turned into a zoo. I had pollen coming out of it. You wouldn't believe it. It was amazing. And uh, anyway, you're right. I thought I had the room. I thought I had the capability. I will be making some regular seats, though, because... Dude, this hog that I have, I don't know if you guys have, no, look it up. It was 2002 uh, High Times Cup of the Year. Um, beautiful plant. So I'm just like, man, I can't wait. Whatever seeds I get, I'm just like, <laughs> let's do it. But I do, I wanted to make note because I need, I kind of argued with you a little bit that night and mm-hmm. you were right. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get anything good out of it. That's definitely I, I what it think doesn't I will, mean. Actually, right. I think because it screwed up. Well, <laughs> right. my my whole thing is when I thought about it later, I did think maybe a more organized way to do that is if you did collect the pollen and then did hand pollination and labeled which branches you did those hand pollinations on. Dude, fucking God, what are we, what are we, brain melding? Because that's exactly <laughs> what I should have branches. Yeah. yeah. That's what I normally do. I don't know what... Uh, it's being 66. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's up, boys? Howdy. Going on. Sergeant Pepper. Not much. Not much. Doing some cuts, getting some transplants done, feeding some clones. You know the game. (laughs) Repeat. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, great, great episode tonight. Great chat room. A lot of fun. And then we get the wormhole. I mean, then we get the surprise at the end. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I nearly put, sometimes I like to be funny and just like purposely fuck up the title just for funsies sake. The other night it was, uh, what the fuck? Let's see what's in the wormhole. 
tonight. I I almost I was like this close from making it the wormhole. The wormhole. <laughs> wormhole, motherfucker. <laughs> Worm fucking hell. We're not politically correct, but that wouldn't be politically correct. That was funny when he was trying to trying to do the do the ending there. You he kept saying like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Managing the time delays is really hard. It can be. Yeah. Let's see, we did it. We just did it there. So, how'd you score Steensland and Jodry in the same week? Well, uh, that, that's just pure luck, yeah, I guess. Uh, well, Steensland, I was working on uh, through all through February, and it just worked out. He ended up being in March. Yeah. Uh, Jodry's been on the program before, and uh, I guess. Uh, I hate direct on the air questions because I don't like to bullshit people. I'm very, I try to be as truthful as I can. The the stars aligned. So, yeah, I guess you could leave it at that. Stars aligned. I'll I'll just leave it there. There you go. (laughs) So, yeah, Jodry's not going to be here. Me and him are going to GR420 community video over there to do the episode. They've been trying to coach me. Well, I fuck it. This is how it. This is how it works out. Uh, GMO was uh, speaking with me offline and uh, about guests, and he he suggested a couple of guests for me, and. I was like, those that's the them are good leads. And I went and uh, DM'd him and they they uh, jumped right on it. And uh he was like, fuck, I've been asking them for like a year. <laughs> and I was like, Rats, I feel bad now. I kind of like felt like I kind of like rubbed it in, you know what I mean? Got back and rubbed it in. So I said, All right, I got I, I got you. I got you. And he's been asking me to be on for quite some time. They've been asking me to come on for quite some time. But I don't really like to go on other people's show. I've been quite adamant about this from the beginning that I'm not on necessarily to go on and make myself a name and beat my own drum. So I'm not looking to go on and do other shows necessarily. So I... I, I said no. I've said no to a lot of people coming on. You know, embracing organics, it was a few tries before I went on there. So I said no, I said no, I said no. And then uh, that incident happened there, and I kind of felt bad that I, you know, I kind of replied that they took the, they said they'd come on my show and they would, you know. So I was like, all right, I got you. So I went and I contacted Kevin Jodry on the behalf of, community videos to hook them up with a good guest, you know, a, a really good guest. And uh, Mr. Jodry got back with me and he says, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'd be happy to, uh, to do that. He's like, yeah, yeah I'll but be he, happy. He, 
he threw me he threw me the curveball. He's like, but he's like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be happy to go over there and uh, you know be a part of the UK thing. He's like, are you gonna be a part of it? Are you gonna be part of the show? And I was like, uh, yes, if you want me to be. So I kind of got. They got a twofer. Basically, they got a twofer. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have plans to come on, but you know, I, I agreed to come on. You know, so I'm going over there with Mr. Kevin Dodry and kind of a double up episode. But to be honest with you, I look at it this way too. You know, uh, I get to go on and save face a little bit with the the good folks over there at the G, GR420 community video. But I'm going with Jodry. So, you know, who the fuck wants to hear me when Jodry's in the show? You know what I mean? So basically, I look at it this way. I get to live up to my responsibility and fucking show up. But I'm going to probably just be hanging in the background, you know, trying to get Mr. Jodry to talk. You know, it is what it is. That's that's the truth. That's that's, that's how it happened there, Jodry. Worked out. That's awesome. So I'm looking forward to it, though. Either way. Either it'll way. Be, it's an honor to be asked to yeah, it'll on be a UK one. show. Shit. I mean, cut you off there, Jenna. What's that? I said I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. No worries. No worries. I'm just watching my cover crop grow. That's not necessarily a bad thing. So, no, you guys ever had one of your uh, heroes? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut anybody off, but I just want to say this while I step up the floor. Have you guys ever had one of your heroes, like growing up or doing anything you're passionate about? Just somebody you really respect. Get a little bit older, and then hear him talk about something, and it's completely outdated. And they just, and it's not even this is an older person because they're not much older than you, but you hear them speak and you're just, you're heartbroken because you know that they should just hang their hat. Have you guys ever had that experience? Uh, yeah. And it's not just growing. Um, <clears throat> like I, I grew up doing martial arts. And so I always looked up to these people as martial artists. Right. And, and now that I'm older, to hear the, some of the views that some of these people carry um, it breaks my heart from what I thought of these people when I was younger that I looked up to, you know? So I, I can relate to that in, a, in another area besides perhaps cannabis. No, I feel you on that too, because I did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about five and a half, almost six years. And um, I also did Muay Thai for about a year and a half. And, you know, I remember when UFC, and now I'm showing a sign of fucking age when I say this. I remember when UFC and when I was a kid, um, you know, there was no fucking rules. You know, there weren't people going in there like in rash guards or everybody just went in like either a gi, boxing gloves. Like there were no rules. And then, you know, you watch (laughs) UFC now compared to what it was then. And the sport has completely evolved. You know, the sport, first of all, fighters have gotten better. Speed has gotten better. 
Um, the commentary is the shit, um, especially Joe Rogan, because he's a bad motherfucker and he's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So when he commentates, it's pretty fucking accurate, you know, and plus I love Joe Rogan, so there's that. But I agree with you because, you know, I, I'll never forget the first time I saw Anderson Silva get fucking tapped. I wanted to cry because I thought he was like unbeatable, man. But I will say, I don't care what anybody says when I make this comment. I know Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu isn't the best martial art. It's definitely the top three. But that's the only martial art that saved his ass against Channel Sonnen. Because if you wouldn't arm barred his ass or triangle choked him, he would have been fucked because he was getting beat for four rounds. <laughs> ah, yeah. That, that was that was the end of Anderson Silva. And I, I had the same thing about him when he broke his leg, when he tried yeah. to kick and broke his leg. Oh, no, that <laughs> shit was so sad. It looked like Jello, bro. It was like, bow, bow, bow. Dude, that sucks when you go to break someone else's leg and your leg mm -hmm. breaks. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, shit. Do, do you think that a lot of these older gentlemen, kind of like myself, that they... Yeah, was that directed at Bengus? <laughs> No, dude, that was directed at somebody no. who uh, I will never say publicly, but I will just say I was heartbroken uh, when I heard them talk about lighting. Anyways, move forward. No, no, I, I'm just joking. Actually, I knew. I, knew, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But listen. <laughs> I know yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I just won't say that publicly because I'll have about 50,000 people saying, what are you fucking crazy? And I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I speak facts. But Anyways, move forward. <laughs> with, the Uf, with the UFC, do you think that by chance that some of these guys burn through their money and then they go, fuck it. What money? Yeah, they say, all right, I know I'm not, I know I'm going to lose here, Chuck Liddell. I don't want to mention Tim, any names. Tim, Tim, but, Silvia, you know. Tim Sylvia lives about 20 miles away from me. He, he used to bounce at a bar uh, in, my, in my hometown. And he's, I mean, he's got a little bit of money, but not as much as you'd think for being a heavyweight champion in the UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially during like the building block years of it. Um, yeah. You know, so, I mean, you, when you get older, you realize, you know, I'm still pretty tough and I can take a punch or two for a few million dollars, uh, make my life a little easier in retirement. Let's go in there and then this shit happens. And, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't like getting punched in the face. <laughs> Me either, dude. <laughs> I have. I mean, I don't like getting punched in the face either. But I'll tell you right now, you you punch me in the face for not even a million dollars. You punch me in the face for ten grand. Let's fucking do it, bro. <laughs> dude, I, that's what I'm saying, Sarge. I'd almost say yes to that because I've been punched in the face and I can take one. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. I mean, I'm not an Everless bag, but I'll tell you right now, you start throwing some money on the table. I'll start looking more and more fucking red by every punch. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I like to respect my elders just like I like to respect women and all all humans of all ages, to be quite frank. You know, but it is sad sometimes when you see it's not just boxing, like Cheddar Bob was saying, it's other aspects of life too, where you go, dude. Fucking cut, get into the 21st century. I mean, people my yeah. age, for example, my age, for example, with computers, 
I just kind of like, I've been working on a computer for, God, I don't know, over 20 years. I'm pretty good on one, right? But my buddy, and I go fucking nuts. He goes, eh, come on, Mingus, help me with this. I'm like, okay, go here, do that. And he fucks it up. And I mean, after the fifth time, I'm like, dude, you know. This, this is why I don't have any. <sighs> I'll tell you something right now. I, I, I don't usually share this publicly, but I'm going to share it publicly right now. I used to work for Apple. And um, some of the, I've met some of the smartest people in the world uh, that are like just incredibly intelligent engineers, architects, incredibly intelligent people in the world. Can't remember their fucking password to save their life, bro. <laughs> and then they're like, well, what do you mean it doesn't remember? I'm like, that means that nobody's following you. Nobody's watching you. You don't remember what the fucking password was. You locked yourself out. You, you mean to tell me you can get a Pulitzer Prize but you can't remember your fucking password, bro? <laughs> but it happens. It happens. <laughs> the guy talking about passwords, he's putting in a password, right? And nowadays, you have to make a fairly decent password. You can't just put in oh, yeah. letters, right? Yeah. The password, and it says it's not right. I'm like, what do you mean it's not? So I have to, you know, and I'm trying to do this virtually, right? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I love when people say that. What do you mean it's not right? Hold on, wait. The computer knows that it's going to piss you off. So it's purposely saying that you're wrong, <laughs> even though you're right. What are you fucking crazy, bro? Yeah, you fucked up. Put in another password, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that, that shit's hilarious. How about that guy that's on his last uh, chance on his password for that Bitcoin? <laughs> oh, man. What is it, like $28 million worth of Bitcoin or something? On this? can't remember his password. Yeah, he can't remember it. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, bro. That shit is sad. I'll tell you now, if I had that much money at stake, bro, this may sound childish. But you make a fucking password you're never going to forget. Like a childhood house that you grew up on. Why? Because it's got letters. It's got capitalized letters. It's got numbers. It's also got special characters. What does that mean? Oh, wait. You mean to tell me eight items and every single one's kind of different? And it's something I'm never going to forget? Come on, man. A fucking street address? You can't remember a street address? I don't give a shit. Make it your kid's first name. Something. Something. Dude, you guys make me laugh. I love it. Thank you. That was my goal. <laughs> I just love talking shit with you. Huh. Oh. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Eagle, you're getting good, man. It's, I want to finish that. You're getting real good at, at uh, art to hang back, man. Because just like me, I'm always, you know, I talk too much. I'm always wanting to get my point across. And mainly it's because I'm fucking a stoner and I got short-term memory loss. So it's like, I want to interrupt somebody while I'm thinking about it, just so I can get it out, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very rude to do that shit, you know? But Eagle hangs back and he, you know, watch him. He's waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting, that guy. Then he takes that guy, takes that deep breath where, you know, sooner or later, guy's got to fucking breathe, right? And, and <laughs> Eagle jumps right in and gives him the, give me the lowdown, you know, and I'm just saying, dude, you really, because people are sick of the, 
like the mainstream, I guess you could call it, interviewers or the fucking gross shows that sit there with the same panelists every fucking time and answer the same questions over and over and over. You know what I mean? There's no personality to it. Whereas like with the, the guys that interview, I get to, like, I know Cheddar Bob. I feel like he's my neighbor. You know what I mean? And Red Pill, I know him way better. And of course you and everybody that's that you interchange with here. And that's why when Medi Cropper, I think I was up here the other night, he was in the chat room and he said, and I said, great interview. He says, it's the most fun on an interview that I've ever had. Hello. Mm -hmm. Right. So everybody says that Joshua second timer coming in. So maintain the bald headed humbleness, my friend. Well, the thing is, when you go on Eagle's show, it's not like he interviews you like the fucking National Enquirer. He interviews you like, hey, you know what? Let's hear your story. How did you start this journey of cannabis? And he's sitting there smoking a joint, and occasionally he cracks a joke here and there, and he does hang back, and he listens, and that's why he's good at interviewing. But it's not all like stuck up like some other shows. And don't get me wrong, there is some good data that comes on the show. So it's not like it's not a good data show, but it's one of those shows where it's not so tight. It's not like, no, no, 37 micromoles per door. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I mean, though? Like, it's still so it's, You put it way better than I did. You're right. You did. Because, yeah, there is a lot of important shit. I learned a lot tonight. Fuck, you know? I mean, let's be honest. But, but it's not a classroom format, you know? It's like, <laughs> It's it's just people talking. It's not. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Uh, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, geez, I don't normally smoke like this. He starts apologizing. He's <laughs> like, dude, <clears throat> best part of the interview is when you do forget what you were saying because then we feel like we know you. You know what I mean? It's like, geez, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> tell you right now, whenever we uh, do lives uh, for science. No matter what, I don't really care. I know I just started that job. But I'm smoking a bowl every time we go live. And I always laugh because my boss fucking chuckles and is like, God, I'm jealous of you right now, Sergeant. I'm like, oh, I'm not in the office. <laughs> well, I think that a lot of that when, like, like Josh tonight and a lot of some of these others guests that when they come on, they've been on so many shows and they beat that drum, that schoolroom, classroom drum so many times. I think when they get on here and they see that, you know, I'm not, I don't have that itinerary list where I'm like, okay, now this, 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 this. They're like, wait a minute. I get the night off and I get to, you know, just breathe. This is refreshing. You know, I think once they get that, you know, I ain't got to, you know, just beat that same drum. I think that has a lot to do with, you know, the, the funness of the episodes for them. You know, I find if you start off with that, this, this is what I, I don't want that. And then when you want, if you do want to go into it later on, at that point, they're happy to talk about it. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't you know, the first thing you wanted to get off them. I think a lot of times 
uh, some of these guys almost feel like used. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the information, like that's all you wanted from me was like fucking an answer. And that's yeah. all I am was, you know, a source. I think they well, get, some people get standoffish about that, you know. I am, you know, mo- I am mo- more about more things than the, just that. And, you know, the, these guests are more than just cannabis and other things, too. And I think and at some point they like to let a little bit of that out. Like tonight with the, with the, with the, the ammo thing with Josh, you know, the guns. Again, with Matthew Gates. I didn't know that about him, but when I, you know, kind of opened that, that door in both cases, it was like, really? Yes, I do like guns. Let me tell you about that shit. You know uh, what I mean? It's, I, I, I was awesome. I could have saw it come in, you know, when he said with the whole Marine thing, and I could see that coming with him, but the Matthew Gates thing, that, that totally tripped me out. <laughs> uh, Gates is a veteran. He was in the military. Okay, I never watched his uh, interview. Sorry. Yep. Well, then that, well, that, that, that doesn't surprise me as much then. You know what I mean? I didn't know that before. Even in the interview, he briefly touches on that subject of the military background. He kind of just lightly skims over it. But if you weren't to like see that episode, you're right. You would have never guessed that about him. I, I would have never guessed. I mean, how do you go from insects to guns? <laughs> that's that's quite the distance from one yeah. to the other, you know. And yeah, well, that's what I mean. When I'm watching a IPM thing on uh, future cannabis thing, I don't think that ever got brought up. So you're doing the brush trim. That's cool. Yeah, this is the uh, trim brush. This stuff's actually might be a, quite not dry enough. So just a little rough trim. But a uh, little canna brush thing? Yeah, the canna brush, yep. Right on. It works really well. Uh, I like it a lot better than scissors for, for just a rough trim. You got to make sure your flower's dry enough. You know, I'm a dry trimmer, so. Right. Pretty easy for me. Uh, you can't do it wet trimming, but you know if you uh, if, if you're looking for a less expensive way to do it, you can go buy like the pastry brushes, you know, egg wash brushes and stuff, and cut them at a 45 degree angle. Then you have some that are a little bit more stiff down here to catch them. Works really well, as long as it's dry. Because it's silicone, can you freeze that thing and like maybe get some of that uh, resin off that brush? Maybe a quick flip after it freezes. Uh, yeah. Good question. It actually hardens up pretty quick just on the silicone, so you can kind of just crumble it right off it. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. It does. Sorry. It does not uh, get like that sticky, heated up mess like on scissors you know from the constant motion and friction moving it back and forth the the crystals so you're constantly getting it gummed up and stuff and then catching more trichomes this is just yeah I, I, 
that's a that's a plus because I really appreciate my scissor hash. If I could, you know, reclaim it with the brush like that, that'd be a all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I guess it's a it's actually a different hash, though. I would think. Yeah, it's really because not. When, really not even. Scissor, it's not even close to scissor hash. It's more like uh, dry sit. I like, uh, that's one of the benefits that I do enjoy about uh, the wet trim. It's more of the, like that char-ass scissor hash, the live, the live hash, the spoils from that. It's always nice. Yeah, that finger hash is nice when you're wet trimming, that's for sure. It's been a minute since I've done it, but. Even when you're harvesting, you still get a little bit on your fingers. And I know I heard you say scissor hash, but very similar, especially just any hash you get like there. You get those fresh herbs and you let it dry overnight and come the next morning, you're exhausted, but you, you roll one up. Then you got some fresh fucking hash that's dried there waiting for you. At least if you leave it in the room drying anyways. I usually try to dry it as quickly as possible because I love that hash inside my joint. I think it adds a a nice uh, terpene profile to it, that's for sure. You gotta do the Filipelli. You know what's the that? Filipelli? Uh-uh, what's that, bro? Please tell me. So, uh, Miles Filipelli, he's a uh, guy, weed should, uh, weed should taste good, and he does the fermented plant extracts for build this oil. Okay, uh, cool. So, I, I nicknamed the way he does his joints. So he'll roll a big fat joint and then he'll take his flowers and he'll actually roll the joint on his nice, beautiful flowers. And so I've dubbed that the, the Filipelli, you know, it gets all those nice oily terpenes all over it. He just kind of lets it dry for a second. So you should call that an old fashioned joint, man. That reminds me because I was a bartender for a very long time. That reminds me of like uh Almost like when you make an old fashioned, and there's two different variations of it. Somebody will sit there and call a cobbler an old fashioned. That's not an old fashioned. A real old fashioned is when you grab just the orange rind, which has all the oils from the actual citrus, and you actually rub that around the rim of the glass, and then you flip it backwards. So this way, when you break the oils on the actual skin, it sprays and it becomes aromatic on the top of the cocktail. So every time you take a sip, you get a nice whiff of that orange citrus. And then you get the bourbon on the back end with the bitters. That's that's the that's what the twist is meant for in a martini. Yep, the exact same thing. Those beautiful, wonderful oils that nobody realizes. So many jackasses just sit there and cut the rind off of a off of a lemon wedge. But that's not the right way. It's definitely that line that rind off the lemon. It's just those oils are so precious. But I guess that's on everything, right? Yep, terpenes. Essential oils and terpenes. Save the terps. So, Mr. Binkus wants to give away, uh, well, wants to make somebody's night with a six-pack of the Blue Mile. I think uh, somebody would be honored to get a pack of those, Binkus. Way to liven the night up, huh? Yeah. Why not? I mean, we got the, it's the, uh, we got the old school, and we got the regular people hanging with us tonight, and I think those are the guys that, and girls that need to be uh, blessed, you know? 
So I got a six pack and I don't know how you want to do it, but go ahead. <laughs> I think I've always thought the number thing has been the most fair, to be honest with you. Cool. So I think, yeah, well, you know, fuck, a one in four odds is pretty good. That's a fair fucking chance, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, that's Plus, there, there are four people watching? Yeah. <laughs> No, there's not four people watching. Well, but basically, what I do, uh, Tatter Bob, is say there's 50. Well, damn, there's a, every time I go to say that number, it always changes to something a little more. <laughs> just as I say it again, it just went up again. I go four, usually go four times the number. So, you know, damn, now I actually. 55 would have been what? Four. <laughs> now, 220. Now, we're going to do this. Now it's what? 316, 336, right? Or 236? If we're going to do Four times whatever is in chat. That's how I get the one in four. One through 250. That'd be good. All right. That works. Now, if, if everybody in chat would do me a quick favor and hit the thumbs up, please. All right. You know, I. I'll say this, I've been watching this show forever and I feel privileged to be part of the panel every now and then. And, you know, everybody that's come on this show should always throw a thumbs up. Like, that's kind of like one of the first things I do in the first five minutes because even if someone doesn't show up like to be interviewed, tell me you don't have fun on the rabbit hole. Because if you don't, what the fuck are you doing here right now, you liar? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, though. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to keep it real. Sorry if, I, if I'm cursing too much. I had a couple of beverages. I apologize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you drinking old fashions? Yeah. No, but fuck, I love them. Can you tell the way I described it? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's my cocktail of choice if I'm gonna have a mixed drink. He's awesome. the bourbon guy. Hey, what what would you do if you like something like cherry, but you don't want to have that, you know? Fucking Kitty Cocktail, Roy Rogers bullshit. So, if you like cherry and, and you don't want to have that Roy Rogers type of bullshit, um, <laughs> something I would really recommend is look up a a, or, a cherry liqueur that's called okay. Luxardo Cherry Liqueur. Uh, it's actually imported from Italy. It's quite tasty. Usually, when you get cherries, you'll get like you know either like that bullshit maraschino cherry that's red that mm-hmm. everybody gets on a fucking Sunday, which is not a real su- a cherry. Or mm-hmm. you'll get like, you know, a real cherry, but maraschino cherries, the difference with those is they are a cured cherry the way, uh, or sorry, a Luxardo cherry is cured just like a maraschino is, but it's almost like a jam glaze. These things just sit in and uh, it's pretty much diabetes in a jar soaked in cherries. Mm. It's fucking awesome. delightful. But yeah. uh, if you get a chance, get that liqueur and um, I it's funny because this is my name, but there was a bar that I worked at. And um, the reason I, I used the name Sergeant Pepper is we had this cocktail called Sergeant Pepper's Remix that I came up with. And what it was was Luxardo Cherry Liqueur, Basil Hayden, uh, Angostura Bitters, Sugar in the Raw, as well as um, Fresh Rosemary, which every time I say rosemary, people are like, wait, what the fuck? It's actually oh, delightful because you get those nice those nice uh, aromatic scents. And then when you get a hint of the pepper right in the front nose, oh man, that shit's slamming, bro. And mm-hmm. if anybody makes fun of you for that drink, you have them give me a call. 
<laughs> I was uh, I was just gonna say you should order a white claw. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. All right. Well, I'm not gonna wait for them thumbs up. I've never been about them thumbs up. I actually took some pride in telling Canamix that uh, I I don't I've never done that. I've never fucking tried the like, subscribe, please hit that thumbs up. You can watch out of all three hundred some episodes. I think I did it on one episode where I was like, please like it, subscribe, and hit that thumbs up. And I felt like a YouTube whore. And I never did it again. Well, I knew I knew, <laughs> I knew I knew you wouldn't do it. That's why I decided to whore myself. Appreciate <laughs> ah, no, it. I wasn't didn't mean it like that. Away, if we're gonna give something away, hit the thumbs up, please. I repeat. If not, it's okay. Bingus uh, you know, is like, I'm going to disregard what you said. I don't care because you, you deserve <laughs> thumbs up. So we're going to say it anyways. <laughs> but I'm only saying it because evil won't. You know, Jesus was humble too, and look at where that got him. <laughs> so, all right, we got zero to 250. Let's get this thing rolling. Let's hit right. start and chat. And then I'll tell you a funny story about the number I chose before any of this. I'm going to back out and go and chat. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead. It's cool. <laughs> one guest, one guest only. I know you guys seen that certain chat. You guys have a minute and 30. Please shoot them numbers out. We got 57 people in chat. I hope to see 57 numbers. 57. Wow. Ooh, I see some close ones. Getting early on these. Well, you know what? I can go ahead and say this. Well, wait, I'll wait because there's too much time. I can't. I can't because then they can go and look. They can, there's too much time. They can, they can research it in a right. amount of time. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. How many tattoos did Joshua Steensland have? I oh, that would have been a good one. That Dude, that's one. Yeah. But no. <laughs> but but it's but it's close to that. And because there's only every well, everybody can only gets one guess, and I'm sure we've had close to fifty-seven <laughs> guesses already. But this may help you into knowing if you've got it or not. The number I chose was Bingus's episode. Bingus's episode Jeez, is I didn't even make that connection. the number, the winning number. So if you happen to know what episode Bingus came on to the into the community, then you guessed the correct number. Oh, time's up. I hope you got it correct. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess one twenty six because I don't even know. I love. I don't even know. <laughs> That's a good one though. I like how you did it. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you thought First you were going to didn't you? You thought you were going to thought you had time to look, but you didn't. You either knew it or you didn't. But in this case, Chicho, you were actually pretty good, pretty close there, uh, Cheddar Bob. But in this case. Uh, as far as I can tell, 
uh, our community zone Chicha B was nice. super close. Nice. With her with her guess of one, two, three. Oh. But the correct answer was Bingus's episode was 121. If you want to go back and check out Bingus and when his episode, it is 121. He Damn, had Bingus. Can you believe it's been 200 episodes, Wes? Wow, Since dude. you fucking popped that, it's been a while. He I, had hair, and yeah. I did. Yeah. I had hair back. Then. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna teach a great. Chicha is a brand new grower, and she needs some good genetics, some thumbs. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in the chat right now my my uh, email. He's gonna double that order up. <laughs> I want to put that email in there. Just email me your particulars, and I will send it to you uh, by Peagle. I have a special carrier uh, bird that I have. It was a passenger pigeon crossed with a bald eagle. We call them Peagles. And if you wouldn't mind feeding him just before you send him back, I would appreciate it. There you go. Did you say, did you did you say, say Peagles? Yeah. Did you say Peagles? Peagle, like a peagle, like a passenger with a peagle. Uh, I was going to say, is I'd be happy to feed the Kegels, but no, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> really, pigeon Kegels. You, you're you down for that, huh? Dude, I did it, and that's how I get my... I mean, hey, man, you know what? The way in fucking Rome, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. No laws when you're drinking claws. Yeah. <laughs> Peagles fly... Pretty much. Can I, have, can I have a cherry flavored white claw, please? Yeah. Slide it over. Black cherry lemonade. Thank you. Don't they make like a, a cherry flavored slow gin or something like that? Um, I, I know they make a slow gin, um, but I, fuck, I haven't poured slow gin liqueur. And <laughs> fuck, I think I only poured it twice the entire time I was a bartender, and one of them was in a Singapore sling. And both yeah. times it's like an older person. <laughs> I think that's like one of two <laughs> drinks. I'm laughing at the Kegels, the Kegels reference there in chat. I, I'd actually like, I, that'd be awesome to have the fucking Kegels ex, exercise turned over to the Kegels. <laughs> the Kegels exercise and shit. <laughs> the Kegels exercise. That's fucking hilarious. Dude, I, don't even, I haven't even had a drink yet, Sarge. Fuck. I'm just laughing my ass. But you better catch up, man. What else do you do when you gotta sit there and like do like a bunch of clones and like transplant and like you don't want to roll a joint? What else do you do? I fucking grab a cold one. I drink occasionally. I don't drink very often. But when I do, I do. <laughs> Is there an option for not rolling a joint? <laughs> no. I mean, there is. But when your hands are full of hash, you're like, fuck. I just like joints because, well, once you spark it, I mean, you just got to keep smoking it, right? But like when you yes, have like a pipe or a bong. A right. Like when you have a bong, you got all this hash on your fingers. So you're like trying to spark the lighter and shit and you can't do it. Or it's like, you know what? This is weird. I'm just going to roll a joint. And <laughs> I'm just going to keep smoking. 
Uh, stick with the freezer for a minute. Right on. <laughs> I, I'm going to go get a shot, and uh, I'm going to put on a little video when I'm gone. Uh, what, are you diabetic? No. <laughs> Not that kind of shot. <laughs> But uh, yeah. I had I had a complaint in one of your comments about me running these live videos, so I don't want to do it too often. But I'm going to leave this one go for now, and I'll be right back. Because so you're going to let the one complain out of the fucking hundred yays? No, I like just it? I just hope he's listening uh, <laughs> and feels that for the most part. Once the screen, motherfucker, middle finger. That would have been funny. Yeah. The middle finger just starts coming out of the Iceland video. Wah, 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 wah. Up and down the river like Loch Ness. That would have been priceless. <laughs> Man, I haven't been drinking a long time. A long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on four years. It'll be four years in April, late April. I'm, I, well, it's, a lot it's cheaper. been a long 25 years. Other awesome. than <laughs> uh, fucking, there's been a few, few once or twice. I'd say I can count on one hand, you know, the times I've drank in that 25 years. If, if it's been like Friday night after work. And I've actually just gave into a peer pressure and had a one or two beers. In the that's that's the instances I'm talking about five and you know. Yeah. That, Are you just uh, working not much beer anyways or? Oh no! I used to fucking be a huge yeah. drinker. Okay, I got huge you. Huge drinker. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, me about a fifth a day. Fifth a day, easy. Yeah, I, I was in a case. I stopped drinking hard liquor a long time before I started. Uh, stopped drinking beer because I I wasn't I wasn't very nice on hard liquor. And it took me longer to become not nice on beer. So, you know. Yeah, that is the thing about alcohol is it does change a lot of people. Um, I don't care who you are; it does change you slightly. Um, but it changes some more than others. That's for sure. I, uh, my, my dad always used to say a drunk man says what a sober man thinks. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. We have a saying like that in Spanish too, uh, but it's not a drunk man. It's uh, uh, the, the thing that a, a drunk man and a child has in common is they both speak the truth. Um, and that's usually pretty true because kids are pretty fucking cruel, right? And so they don't really care about it hurting your feelings and well neither does a drunk man but once he sobers up and realizes what he says then he's like oh shit I shouldn't still yeah my, my dad also used to ask me if I wanted to wake up unconscious so you know that's crazy I don't uh, drink that often because I can and I, and I don't drink anything but Grey Goose because it doesn't turn me into an asshole if I, I thought I got you loose that's why I think it. If I yeah. if I drink whiskey and it's got a few. Who's bitches? What's up? What's up? 
Yeah, the chicks love it, and it's got a fancy bottle. Is that right? All right. Yeah, well, the, I, the, the, a lot I, of people that drink Jack turn into Jack. I, I've got that kind of comedian sense that if I did drink and it was only Grey Goose, I would think, because this is one of the other things, too. Vodka always led, for me, to blackouts. And for some reason, those blackouts were always ended up with a naked story of some kind. Either I ran through the party naked or I tried to coach the whole party to be naked, which a few times did work. But I could see if, like I said, if it was just strictly Grey Goose, which wasn't a thing back then, I could honestly see myself fucking just drunk as fuck, butt naked, walking through a party, fucking dick hanging out, going, the goose is loose. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fuck yeah. I can see it. I can see it already, man. Uh, I'm just thinking of fucking... uh, Off your placid penis, swinging it around, knocking it into doors and stuff. Oh man, I I at one point honestly remember fucking naked cannonballs into a kiddie pool, just screaming through this house, right out the back slide of your door, fucking to a full on (laughs) kid fucking cannonball into a kiddie pool. I think I want to party with Eagle. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've had, uh, oh man. Alcohol had to be put up for a reason. Alcohol Ingus, there's this up. thing called OnlyFans. Cheddar only. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're going like this, right? <laughs> Cheddar. You a goose bottle. Cheddar. Oh, dude. When he was sitting there saying, talking about running through, like, party or whatever, all that just kept fucking running through my mind was old school. When uh, that chick from Queens of Queens goes, a little cold out there tonight, huh, Frank? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Fast forward, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, that movie's so good. I, I kind of every every time I see that scene. By the way, I do relate with that fucking scene, Sergeant. But by the way, <laughs> so fucking funny, honey. You think KFC's still open? Like everybody's been fucking hammered, and it's just like, yo, let's get some food <laughs> oh, at least man. once. They, they, this is kind of uh, I I would. Uh, Lexi, I can't tell if Lexi's still in chat or not. I was fucking, I was a man whore before her, before I met her mom. And that's no word of a lie. One of my best friends that I met early on watched me jump out a fucking second story window 
every morning for a month before he fucking you called me over and was like, "Stop fucking, fucking my mom." He no, no, he had he, he had a fucking joint. He's like, man, he called me over. He's like, hey, man, I know you smoke weed. You want to smoke this joint? I was like, fuck yeah. He invited me in. He's like, dude, I have watched you every morning sit here, drink coffee, and smoke a joint, and watch you jump out that window for almost a month solid now. And I fucking finally had to fucking call you over here and fucking meet your ass. And that was that was that was the routine. I did shit like that. Oh my god, for so long, so long. That girl right there. This is a funny. I can't even guess last night for a funny story. And this is one right here. So I dated this girl for a while now, or a while then, I should say, because it's been a long, long time. And fucking so. I we both had like a, it was like a troubled kind of home, troubled family. Basically, she had a single mom. I came from a, a house that had just a single dad. So they, in both, you know what I mean, single pair of homes. Her mom worked in a bar and was gone almost all night. We fucking would get over there and party and whatnot, and then fucking end up hang, meeting her and hanging out. She was a cool gal, and we start hooking up. And I would hang out over there and stay with her a lot of times. I'd fucking hang out, stay the night with her. And her her mom would fucking, a lot of times, go hang out with her boyfriend after work. She worked at the bar. She'd close the bar and go hang out with her boyfriend, Jerry. And then she would show up every morning to take her to school. And that was always my cue to fucking get the fuck out, usually. So I would be, her bedroom, it was a townhouse. Her bedroom was right above the front door. So (laughs) we'd hear the car pull in. She would fucking kick me in the fucking side and tell me I had to fucking go. And I would fucking get ready. And I'd be standing next to the window, like, you know, just to the side of the window, or peeking out the curtain to watch her mom get out of the car and come in. And as soon as I heard that door slam, I would jump out of that window onto the porch and knock on the door and be like, is Jody here? (laughs) And she'd let me right back in and fucking be like, yeah, she's upstairs getting ready for school. And I'd go back upstairs and fucking pretty much get ready for school and fucking, you know, (laughs) <laughs> but that was that was the routine, and that cat watched me do that every day for like a month before he fucking called me over. <laughs> awesome. That's a great story, brother. Hey, Chicha. Congratulations. Good morning. I just want to say I have to like stop guessing numbers. Like I'm too fucking close. I just literally put that number in because I'm like, one, two, three. <laughs> this is a particularly... Uh, it's from the Fino called the Holy Grail, but it is Blue Mile, and they're S1s. There's six beautiful seeds in here, and oh, they are yours. So, I'm so excited. I heard about it. When, oh, the Blue Mile is a cross of the Blue Diesel and my 8-mile-high uh, Landrace S1 pollen. 
And so far, every pheno I've seen has been noteworthy of some sort. So I feel pretty confident now. Anyway. Nice. Oh, I'm excited. Make sure to email me your particulars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank I'm happy you. you won because I know you're just starting out and I'm just like, yes, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it's funny because like every time Eagle does a, a drawing, I'm just like, I'm just going to put that number there. And then it's like two, within two. <laughs> so that's awesome. It's I amazing can't how you uh, go buy a lottery two. ticket too. I should. Mm-hmm. I should. If I win, everybody wins. <laughs> Can you buy some lotto numbers? Anything with seven. <laughs> if you haven't been over to Chicha B's uh, live streams, they're pretty interesting. Uh, quite uh, entertaining as well. Um, make sure to check it out. Uh, Kind of again, another unique approach to live streaming. Comfortable place to be. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're a good girl, good lady. You're not a girl. good lady. On that, I'm gonna have one more. One. More. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was funny. The little side dish. I'm like, she don't have any scent to her, and I like smelled her. I was like, oh, you smell dank. Okay, okay. Here you go. Go back. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm getting low, Eagle. I don't know. I've had this for almost a year, so that's how much I drink in a year. I got that much left. Wow. Pretty, pretty conservative. Yeah, I don't drink much, man. I don't let the wolf out too often. Believe me. Do <laughs> not. He gets, gets me in trouble and makes me apologize for weeks afterwards. Oh. That's why I quit drinking to begin with, is I would get drunk, do crazy stupid shit, and then apologize for a month. And I got tired of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I just never apologize. <laughs> when you got the cheddar, I mean, fuck, what, what, what do you need to? <laughs> I don't know, man. I have no idea. Cheers to you, Cheer. Cheers. Chiva Liberate. Is that prune you're chasing it with? It's uh it's the light version of Welch's grape juice because it has less sugar. And since I am a sugar fiend. I try to mi minimize it when I can, you know? <laughs> I like sweet. You're talking about pies and cherries and shit. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like thinking of the cherry pie that I want right yeah. now. I'm actually thinking of baking my own pie because you can't find good pie anymore, man. It's just shitty pie. <sighs> When uh, I was out in Colorado, I was addicted to these uh, apple and raspberry strudels I oh, could get. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I, I would eat and be I would eat two to four a day the whole time <laughs> I lived in Colorado. That's a good day. Yeah. Damn. 
Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty addicted to that kind of shit. So I thought, what the fuck? And on Amazon, you can buy the really. It's kind of spendy for the pie filling, but I figured it out. It's way less than buying your own pie at the fucking Sherry's or wherever. Oh, they yeah. Have, you know? <laughs> I think we'll. I'm sure I'll screw it up a few times, but whatever. Yeah, uh, you put down with some sugar and you know some right. fruit juice, and then add some uh, cornstarch or something like that. A little bit of jelly, maybe. Throw that in there. Here's a guy with quadruple bypass surgery talking about eating pastries. Not a good idea. I'm just, I'm an addict. I truly am. It's the one thing I have not been able to quit successfully, and that's sugar. I quit smoking, no problem. I don't drink as much. I cut back. If I could cut back my sugar as much as I've cut back my alcohol, I'd be way ahead of the game. But no, it's hard because it's in ev- it's in ninety two percent of everything we intake into our body. Yes, I right. just pulled her out of the air, but I'm you know it's it's in a vast majority of what we eat. <laughs> our bodies yearn sugar. Well, yes, Bob. Everything does. That's that's one thing that I've learned, you know, in this last year, you know, between my study in plants and you know, my uh, study in human development, uh, same, same. We all fucking are very dependent and have some uses for sugar across the board, even microbes, you know. That's kind of one of the things I've kind of put together in my head lately is uh, as far as, you know, probiotics and gut biome. Uh, as I get older, your metabolism slows down. That but gut biome gets uh, more and more out of whack with between what's good and bad, and I think it directly relates to our eating habits and sugar. I think because I'm right there with Bingus. You know, as far as what I eat, sugar is definitely you know, my guilty pleasure, and. Uh, and I've noticed that when I go on my sugar benches, where I'm eating a lot of sugar, uh, is is I might obviously you get a little bit of gut explosion, but it isn't fat. It's more of uh, I think I'm I think the 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 fucking bacteria and the microbes, the bad microbes in my stomach are in like full bloom. They're just feeding off that bad sugar, and they've exploded in population. You know, they're feeding off all that negative shit, and I think that's, you know, part of what backs your gut up into the fatty area. You know what I mean? You know, you get that explosion of the bad shit, and then everything just lags after that, and then you start putting on the weight, I believe. So if you kind of keep that in check and you eliminate the sugars i don't know so gonna back that with ferments fermented foods probiotic fermented foods my doctor uh theory is that inflammation okay sugar causes inflammation why is that because it it's like little darts going through your blood veins and causing damage, especially at 
at places where your blood veins Y, right? So it, it hits that Y and it, it creates that clog right at that Y due to the inflammation, right? And then when you get that little bulge in your upper stomach, because my stomach's pretty flat. I mean, I, keep, I stay in shape. But when I eat a lot of sugar, I'll get that bulge, right? And I'm, I'd like to believe what you just said is what's happening. But I'm afraid it's probably the inflammation. Those are Viagra, Bengus. Yeah. <laughs> it's the inflammation. Uh, Viagra, I haven't, dude, I don't, I don't, dude, when they, when they, when you get to my age, you take a shot. You don't need fucking Viagra. Take a shot. And you're a fucking toy for at least an hour. So there you go. <laughs> that, that term's been... That, that's been a true statement for years, Bingus. That just has been called whiskey dick throughout the years. I think that's been a problem for many <laughs> men fucking throughout the ages. <laughs> that's I've actually... I've actually been thrown out of a fucking Chinese massage parlor because of whiskey dick, and I shit you not. That old, that little Asian gal fucking threw me out. She was screamed at me. She said, you know, come back at that whiskey dick. Fucking, I swear to God. That's, that's a fucking true ass. That should get anybody in trouble, man. Whiskey will get a lot of people. Act. Kids are me. I'm not a whiskey drinker anymore. I don't. It causes a lot of trouble in my life. Believe me. I put one of my best friends in the hospital, dude. His fucking wife came up and asked me to dance. I didn't know who she was. And she goes, come over and ask me to dance. So I go, and we're at a bar, and I go over there, and I go, hey, you want to dance? And boom! This guy jumps up in my face and he starts fucking, this is my wife, da 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 da, and wanting a piece of me and made the mistake of shoving me and I knocked his teeth out. And then he hit his nose. And so the next day when I was, when I realized what I had done, because I went to school with this guy, all right, I used to have gym class with him and I go to the hospital, I paid for his medical pills and he's got his jaw wired shut and he's just saying every cuss word you can and all that's coming out is just jumbled spit you know and <laughs> I will never forget that that was another reason I quit drinking then I kept trying to blame his wife and that wasn't working you know okay. so yeah alcohol is not good uh, in excess, my friends, just saying, hasn't been, hasn't been kind to me. It's cost me. So people, I'm going to take shot number three here. <laughs> Are you daring me? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Peer pressure. Oh, that's funny. But you can tell, you know, I get a little, I, you know, I'm telling you fucking stories I probably shouldn't ever mention on the internet, but too late now. Whatever. That's like the way I see. The way I see it, if I don't tell them, somebody might come around sooner or later and say it. (laughs) I better come out of my mouth. (laughs) 
<laughs> they get your version before they get someone else's. Right. Yeah. I, I paid for his medical bills. That's what I'm saying. Is you know, you know, cost you a lot of money. That was a yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I grew weed. So, you know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> get the girl? No, I did not get the girl, sir. It was his wife. She set me up. She thought, I think she thought. That damn story. She thought her husband could kick my ass. <laughs> it was supposed to go the other way around. Right. She, she was supposed to get uh, attracted to the fact that he stood up for her. You know, they set it up for that. I've seen it in a. TV show, but it had nothing to do with that. That was literally just the opening scene, and it escalated in a whole another different direction from that. But apparently, that's uh, some some weird, I don't know, way to liven a relationship up. But it went out of it spun out of control for that dude. That was funny. I've done that more than once, but Red, it's happened to me as well. I've had my ass kicked. Very good several times. But back then you could um the one guy that beat my ass was I'm six one, right? This guy was five seven and he just believed, mm. right? But afterwards he helped me up, <laughs> got me an ice pack from the bar, bought me a beer, and we kind of became friends because you could do that back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the cops didn't come. Nobody was, you know. Right. But, yeah, that guy taught me a very severe lesson because uh, he was an AAU boxing champion. I'm just a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> by any means. Anyway, yeah. See, Eagle and I, I bet you money we we let loose with all our fucking stories. You guys would have <laughs> People would think one of superpowers. Like you, you were like super fast, you know, because you'd be like, pew, pew, pew. look like one of you just like moving instantly. You know, if we, if we both leaned in and put our heads together, we'd look like an ass. <laughs> Can you do that? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you have to wait. It's hard to say which, which way it go? is, though. We're together, together now. There you go. Anyway. Reed's Reed is 207. Good guy. Mystic Grower. It's really turning into a great grower, I've noticed, and also a 3D printing genius. And then yeah. I'm looking at the chat room. Then we have Chicha B, who's sitting right next to me. Yeah. Hey. Ned Denver, what's up, brother? A lot of good people, okay. martial artists. You got to call him Sensei just because of the name. And then yeah. Sunrise Grow. Smiley, where the fuck are you, dude? Yeah, what the hell? He's at work. Always oh, working. Right? Uh, oh. Here's the 
It shows in that garden, though. It always shows in that garden. Yeah. I was went on a live with my buddy, Hog. Happiness Without Guilt is his handle. A good guy to interview. Great dude. Uh, and we were, fuck, I just lost my train of thought. But I was explaining something to him that I can't fucking remember. I need another shot. Cheddar? <laughs> you like to let the wolf out. I forget what I was going to say. Sorry. It happens. What can I say? Is there a way we can remind you? Happiness without guilt? Okay, happiness without guilt. Uh, hard. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Dude, he's a great dude. He's an excellent dude. Uh, martial artist. Um, you were shouting people out. <laughs> then you at me. Dude, honestly, Rick, I think it's gone. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I helped. I tried. Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. Where's your fucking camera? I'm not on. No. No. Oh, the whole damn time. Come on. Yeah. God. I haven't I haven't done that in like years since <laughs> hangout days. Jesus. <laughs> My cat. No one's seen anything. Damn it. Arnold. After Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's a He's a beast. I mean, he's, and I'm always like, come on, get to the top. Man, I ran through the house and did a naked cannonball in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys missed it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. There's those fucking Graham dab hits right in front of me. Oh, that's a jar. <laughs> Yeah, I never say anything because so many people do it. Like, I there's a lot of people that do it 50 50, you know what I mean? Like, Pepper, there, you know, sometimes they come on, sometimes they got video, sometimes they don't. So, sometimes, like, when they, you don't do video, I'm just like, eh, they're not in the mood tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I don't say nothing, you know what I mean? But I always think, man, every time I do see it, though, I'm like, man. That'd be nice. <laughs> every time I try it, every time I try it, I catch so much shit. If I walk away or turn my camera off a little bit and like try working in the background, I, I look over and man, Chet's talking big shit. <laughs> He'll pass out. Would that damn get his old ass? What the fuck? Is he sleeping? And I'm like, man, come on. I'm here, guys. Oh, man. We're all just attention whores. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> attention it equals love, and we all love to be loved. You know, mm -hmm. I love to be loved so much that I actually lost all my hair. <laughs> Is that what did it? That made no sense. <laughs> and I had a cat on a job site for fucking the longest time try to get me a fucking I, I obviously I have a spot on my back of my head that must fit an eyeball spot or something because he tried calling me blinky there for a minute he's like dude you need 
an eyeball on the back of your head. He's like, for real, you need a tattoo of a nice eyeball on the back of your head. It's never happened, dude. That's better than than the credit card split. Yeah. (laughs) Me, 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 me. Slides it through the crease in the back of his head. He's like, most crazy one I've seen for a bald guy was, and it was a recent one. This cat was 75, 75 fucking years old. First tattoo, first tattoo, 75 years old, 75, keep this in mind. And he had the classic getting older, much like I probably do, fucking the monk haircut, you know what I mean? Where bald spot and fucking... He had fucking a, a stick man lawnmower, a stick man mowing the lawn above the top of his fucking bald spot. So it looked like he was pushing the mower on the fucking top of his hairline and shit. 75 first fucking and loved it. Loved it. He just came back from Florida. He was just fucking showing it all off man. just so proud of his stick man tattoo and shit. I'm like, you're all right. 75 and willing to walk around like that. Fucking cool as fuck. And it didn't look bad. He was so proud of it, too, man. Uh, I was like, that's, that's fucking hilarious. I just that got my hilarious. 35 a few years ago. A couple of years ago. I'm all in at this point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I realize. My guy. What's that, Bob? I didn't realize how many you had. No. I no. to say that. I don't. Must be the face, well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any from your neck up. And I mean, I see your sleeves, but I didn't realize you had your legs and you're, you're like a uh, Yakuza. I'm fixing to get some more, man. I was just in there the other day, and uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm all past due for a sesh. I'm past due for a sesh, and I've got some time banked up, so I'm due. I'd he, like to get. He kind of shot. He shot himself in the foot with that remodel. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, yeah! I'll take care. I'll trade you. You got some trade. You got you got some good credit coming. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's late where I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the hay. It's nice hanging out with everyone for a few minutes. Sure, Bob. Always great to see you, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eagle, great, great, great show. Great guest. Awesome. Thank you. Thank yep. you, man. I appreciate the compliment. All I do is show up. Yep. Well, that's that's where it starts, right? Right. You had some great jokes there, Let's... Cheddar Bug. Make me right. laugh. Have, yeah. Have a good night, everyone. Take care, brother. Peace out. Yeah, as we had the fun, it's just beginning, my friends. Stay tuned. I don't know why it is, but if you ever want to make a child laugh, all you got to do is fart. 
You ever notice that? It's, I, I still, to this day, giggle from farts, to be honest yeah. with you. I think that's still the kid in me. It is a uh, go-to for the bingus as far as making people laugh, especially in elevators. They're smiley, holy shit! Oh, right out of nowhere. <laughs> Surprise! Bam! <laughs> they boom farms for that, I guess. Right on, brother. Yeah. Sorry, I was late. My after work snack. I'm all stuffing my face. You guys are like, we're smiling. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> I have no idea. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm talking to Mystic Grower in the chat room about grape terps, which I've never been able to find, by the way. Do you get what what's your experience there, Eagle? Any grape? What about you, Smiley? Yeah, actually, uh, well, Corkle had grape tones. For me, the Corkle that I every time I had Corkle had grape tones to it. Uh, grape. Tones Quite a few great. mixes. It was great. It was yeah. grape. It was like an earthy grape, though. I mean, it's not grape grape. I wouldn't have called it like Concord grape. You know what I mean? I wouldn't call out unnecessarily grape grape, but it definitely had a main grape taste with, you know, some earthy tones to it. Same thing, like, I guess, with Jack Strain that I just got. It had grape tones to it. But it had the fuel on it too, so I wouldn't say it was like overpowering grape. I would say it was fuely grape, you know, just slightly grape to it. I've never had nothing that I was like, "Wow, that's like I said, that's a Concord grape right there. That's fucking delicious." It I would, would be. love to find that. I really would. I love grape. I don't know. Why. I like grape jelly ranchers, etc. You know. What about eight hey, red pill? What about uh, in concentrates? Have you ever found anything that's? Great? You know, as you're saying that, yeah, I have. Uh, they did have uh, when I was in Colorado. They had uh, incredible edibles, and then they they brand, outside branded, and then they went to concentrates from there, and they had incredible concentrates. And one time, I did get something that they had actually called Concord Grape. Really, had that. And then I was, as we were thinking about or talking about it, I was trying to think if I've ever had that in anything I've grown, which I really couldn't come to mind. If, if anything like candy grape or fruit grape, I never had anything that I've grown. And every time I experienced it was either something that I never knew the name of, or in this case, like one time it was more like a, a you know, fake artificial grape flavoring in one type of bud. And then the other type was more like a, uh, almost like wine smelling really? weed. But either one of those, I didn't, I didn't know the name of, you know, but wow. those so, are the two times I experienced it in flower. And then the one time in Colorado from incredible extracts, uh, <clears throat> I think they actually did have something just literally called Concord grape. So what about you smiley? Anything? Any grape? Um, not nothing that I know as far as being like that. You know, like when you say grape, I think that big league chew bubble gum. You know, the grape fucking big league chew bubble yeah. gum. So it's definitely that. You know, that candy fake grape. Flavor. I had that that I'm one time. Me, but straight up purple wheat. 
too. Yeah. I was going to say the, to me, the, my purple punch kind of gives a little bit of flavor to that, but not a whole lot. Um, but I, I don't know. Jack, Jack Greenstock had a chance to try some of mine and, and was, uh, picking up grape out of ones that I did not. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what that means. I probably don't have the best sense of smell and taste being a smoker. So, you know, no doubt probably somebody can pick up something out of it that I can't. So, um, Have you ever had a purple cut? So you've had, um, yeah, purple punch and you've had a purple kush, right? Uh, the purple punch, I wasn't that impressed, to be honest. And the purple kush, I'd like to, but I don't, I've never been able to. The, the best purple punch I've ever had had one note of it that reminded me of the only time I've ever had purple kush. I've had other purple punches that I wasn't even impressed with. And then one time where I had someone give me something that he called purple punch. And it reminded me of the first time and the only time I had a purple kush but it had that same type of note. But, you know, I don't describe that as, it, there is a little bit of grapiness to it, but I, I have a different reference for it, for like what we're saying, sense of smell and where the memory comes from. But, and the last time I've had it was uh, Dutch Grows 420. He uh, had a mango Wookiee from uh, Bodhi Seeds. And one of the phenotypes had the similar terpene that those other ones had. And, but I describe it as Pokemon fruit snacks. And it was just a limited time that, you know, there was like the Fruit Snacks brand. They came out with, you know, to brand it. And this was, you know, 20 years ago when Pokemon came out. They came out with Pokemon Fruit Snacks. And it was supposed to be like some crazy, you know, like what we don't get over here in like Japanese flavoring. That's more what the Japanese market likes as far as, you know, what their candies and kind of a chocolate is. I have no idea. There are these. They were multicolored too, and there are uh, these ones that taste that the ones that it tasted like were orange and red. They were like a little, uh, in, you know, little itty bitty molded pokeball looking thing, and they were orange and red. Dude, and I that, spent so much money on Pokemon shit for my boys. My my middle son, who I live with, who's an amazing dude is into Pokemon Go. In fact, tomorrow is community day, whatever that means. But he's way up there. I mean, he's a gamer, big time. He dropped uh, out of playing professional poker because of all the negative that's involved in that aspect. He now works for FedEx which is a great company to work for, by the way. <clears throat> and they are hiring, just in case anybody wants a fucking job. They are busy as holy fuck. But he's a gamer, big time. Even since he was a kid, dude, I'd be sleeping. I'd get up, he'd be on, I don't know. You're that damn Game Boy, right? Dude, he was on everything. <laughs> I've spent more money on games than anything. Seriously, I got three sons. They're mm. all all fucking that's all they ever wanted what do you want for your birthday oh there's this new game i'm like okay you know my youngest boy i turning loose in the game store and this kid he's like me he would look at every it would take him an hour to make a fucking choice i am not kidding you i would i'd go 
all right, I'm going to go sit in the mall. You let me know when you fucking find it, right? Because I'm not the type of guy that's like, hurry up, I'm busy. No, I'm going to spend some money for you. Make sure you get what you want. And he took me seriously. So he fucking looked at every game. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. All right, brother. You know. Anyway, sir, I'm going That's on cool. again. No, I, I I thought I dated myself going to the Pokemon thing, and people are like, you know, I thought someone like you were even like, Pokemon, the person I'm talking to is like 18 years old. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> Dude, I totally missed the whole Pokemon thing. That was uh, definitely an era behind me, but I don't follow it still, but I just seen a thing on, um, they were talking about, like the Pokemon cards now are trading like super high value because it, you know, like that generation that remembers the Pokemon as kids are all older now to where they got full time jobs and money to whatever. So now it's like another rage, like of collecting them and whatnot. But yeah, like some of them cards, 10 grand and shit for them. I was yeah. like, Oh, I don't that's know. crazy. That used to be baseball cards back in my day, right? Yeah. Like that was, you know, in the nineties, that was the fucking baseball. Oh card. yeah, baseball cards. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah but baseball is different. It's a sport. Like you had to think for like a collector's like item for like something that's like a commemorative type of thing, or like just a specialty item. Ten grand for a fucking card. Like I get baseball cards did it, but baseball is like sports. Like. You shook someone's hand. Pokemon was somebody Pokemon's drew that game, out. Pokemon's a game, though, ain't it? It is. Like, I mean, it's a video it game. Like, it doesn't require any skills than your fingers and your hands and your brain. You know, where like the point of the call is like to like play the game, right? Isn't that the whole point of them? You can do this good. Or am I wrong? I like I don't know at all. I don't know to be honest with you at all. I just trip out that like. It's just I don't know, ten grand for a fucking card, bro. But it, it, it just has to do with they were given to like nine year olds, and then when you're nine year old, you don't respect it, so you literally rip it up into confetti. And then there's like one guy that still has his Pokemon collection, and like the one guy that has one card that everyone else like slid on lit on fire, stuck in someone's peanut butter jelly sandwich, or yeah. It's that guy that like has the one. He probably had it when he was a kid. Like kept it in the little case, you know. But isn't that isn't that the whole point of the cards though? Like you can get together with your friends and you play a game. That, that, I never. Like, you have that special card. There was people play. that did that, but it was never as popular as the video games. Dude, uh, that's what took off for it. My my son, so, I asked him about it. And he explained to me, it's almost like being the owner of a like a professional team you're putting together a pokemon team that has special gifts and you know abilities to play the game against somebody else i mean so you're basically the owner of a professional team right, right you right. guys make fucking money i, I don't i don't know if this what i was will... getting at is there's a value <laughs> into that card because if you know what i mean if it's some some special thing to the game and nobody else has it then you go whoop ass all over you know well, that, that's i mean it's more of like the the digital thing is the game the tangible thing is the card right you know the card is what holds value right the game however is uh contagious just right. saying and uh it's designed to you're creating to humans love to create what at all levels all right go ahead you know and i was going to put it in in someone's uh, you know, 
in some kind of concept is I have one memory of uh, people, uh, some religious door-to-door people going and they were trying to get people to stop playing Pokemon because it promoted gambling and evolution. So if that puts it into perspective in some kind of way. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Dude, I just... <laughs> and they were devoted to it, too. They were, like, panicking about it. Thought it was the end of the world. Uh, this enforces my opinion of society. But, uh, no, dude, Ned, I don't play... I'm watching the chat now. No, Ned, my son plays Pokemon. I got him started by buying all the fucking Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah, I'm as, we're having this conversation because I'm as I'm obviously as old as one of Bengus' sons. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must be. Yeah, I am my oldest boy is uh ah, 41, 40. 41 or 40. My second boy, my middle son I live with, he's 39. And my youngest boy, whoops, he's 26. I'm right there in the middle, 30. So I kind of, you know, and I probably have a few others out there that I'm not quite aware of. Hopefully (laughs) hopefully they don't find me. That's what I was thinking when Eagle was saying the whole man or thing. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, a couple eagles left the nest. See the (laughs) crazy. Sorry. I don't know. I have I have uh, three sons that I know of. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and I, if I have other sons out there, hi. <laughs> you know, my, like, contact me. I'm here. <laughs> my dad, uh, when you're talking about all the cocktails and all that, my dad owned a bar for like seven years. And one of the times he, he had a story where he told me, because he kind of has the same situation uh, when he was young. And he has this whole thing where it's like one of his memories that's imprinted into his head because some kid apparently came into his bar and then he was like, you saw this kid and he was looking at him and he had to ask him questions. And he's like, hey, come over here. And he's like, hey, how old are you? And, and who's your mom? And, you know, you know, that kind of thing. And he, he literally was like so freaked out that this kid was some kid of his that he didn't know. <laughs> Like, why are you asking so many personal questions? He's trying to add it all together to make sure. <clears throat> like, did you know? And the guy's like, Yeah, I know my dad, I know my mom. And he's like, Whoo, all right, thank God. <laughs> the, 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 the basic aspect of humanity is to procreate, it's a natural thing. And that's why I think that uh, I've been single, I've been divorced for uh, over 30 years, okay? So long I can't remember. All right. But I, I have a it's not like I, when I was married, I never, ever cheated ever. All right. Because that's a sanctity with God. All right. But afterwards, fuck, dude. I mean, it's open, open, open game. game there. Yeah. So, but I'm I, that's when I realized humans are not monogamous. I mean, it's the whole idea of procreation is to procreate. I mean, that's, you know, and the, especially if you get into genetics with plants and dogs and birds and all the things I've been in, I mean, you start to realize, fuck, you know, it's just all about procreation so that there's another vehicle for a soul to inhabit to experience. And that's a good thing. 
That's a good thing. So that's why I say, if I have any other children out there, feel free to contact me. I don't care. I mean, oh, why? I'll share. Dad? <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I'm sure I do, quite frankly. There's one one girl I dated that told me if she ever got pregnant that she would just disappear. Oh. What? <laughs> Fucker, to this day, I'm like, where the fuck did she go? She was way cool, too, man. I was like, man, that broke my heart. You know, contact me if you're in the Indian chats. <laughs> The, the girl next door that I lived to when I was three to five years old, please somehow contact me. <laughs> we, the, the, it's a story where uh, it's a little, you know, cute next door relationship. And then one morning I wake up and she's crying and screaming and her dad throws her in a van. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I didn't say that at that time. But She's like, oh, we're moving to Washington. It always rains there. I'm never going to see you again. And then the dad, like, you know, slides the fucking van door closed. And they roll out of the driveway, never to be seen again. Sounds like a movie. Mm-hmm. Put that in the movie script. I'll, yeah. I'll let up, guys. Sorry. I, I get carried away sometimes. So. No, it's all good. You have illegitimate, illegitimate children in chat and gets to see them. Yeah, I know. Everybody's like, Dad? <laughs> hey, Jason, how are you, sir? Good to see you. Yeah. There's a thing called the DNA test. Okay, <laughs> just saying. I got to imagine your sons probably look quite a bit like you. Oh, yeah. oh I'm that's, sure. That's what I picture anyway. I picture them all kind of. Family pictures. Pretty closely to dad. A big big body, smaller body, smaller body, smaller body. Two oldest boys are half Japanese. Oh, wow. And they come from, uh, my wife comes from uh, Samurai. Okay. And I'm telling you, those two boys, fucking amazing athletes, just monsters. But. When you have hybrids that are human, not plants, <laughs> quite a challenge. Quite a Hybrid ch- bigger? Quite a challenge. <laughs> Good one, Smiley. Yeah. My third son, an affair I had with the young lady, quite, you know, did, it was a whoops, like, oh, shit. But Corey, he's more like me than, than the other two. <clears throat> and, but he's half... Uh, Min, which is uh, another Asian group from uh, Thailand or somewhere. I don't know. So I got hooked up with Asian girls there for a while. Say we know your type now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he uh, likes the foreign food. <laughs> what can I say? I I, it's it's that's not really a preference. I'll be honest. It just happened to turn out that way. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Corey, he's cool. He's a he, he's an artist. He's very artistic, like his old man. Like I said, he's more like me than my other two boys, which are quite a bit like me. But they're just—I was a good athlete. These guys, fuck, they crush me as far as athletics go. Fuck, they could have been professional athletes easy if they would have got their pants straight. 
But that's yeah. a problem with hybrids, you see. You, dude, you're, I have this theory that we get put into these vehicles of souls, right? Some vehicles are wagons. <laughs> Some vehicles are spaceships, right? And it's pretty hard to figure out how to control them. And it takes them quite a long time, like until they're almost 40s to figure shit out. Both my oldest boys are doing very well. But man, fuck. And it took a while for them to figure out the controls, you know. So, whatever. I'm proud of my son. Three boys. Hell yeah. I love the girl, though. I don't know what I would do. She'd be well Dude, uh, Wasabi for Life just said uh, her, her Asian's uh, vaginas are sideways. There's a funny-ass <laughs> fucking story about that, dude. So, Could you imagine? No, no, no. Just, just <laughs> So my old neighbor was a train engineer and we used to hang out quite often. And that was like a joke that kind of went around with all the train engineer guys were kind of joking about it one night. And I think they were just hanging out playing cards or whatever. Well, his wife ends up like hearing this and she's like, she doesn't know. Right. She's like, I I never fucking thought about it, whatever. And so anyway, it gets stashed in her memory bank that, that Asian girl's vagina. And then she's like at, at work at one, like her job the next day or weeks later, whenever it was, but they're all talking and, and she makes the same comment. Well, you know, their, their vaginas go the other way or whatever. And people at work, her work are like, no, they fucking don't. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You know, like, and she was all like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Like she totally believed it. That's the funniest fucking thing, too. And testify, they do not. Yeah. <laughs> of course they don't. I can vouch for that. <laughs> you know what I like about that story is it, it makes me want to share more unpolitically correct things. <laughs> right? Just the chance somebody's going to like not realize it's a well, joke. get in your chair if you're going to do it. What you <laughs> I know I look over. Hey. I'm, like, what? I'm invisible right now. I know you are, Red. I'm giving you shit, buddy. Don't, don't I'm floating on the ceiling. He's crawling on the ceiling. <laughs> that reminds me of last night with Cannon Minks when he brought up the fucking elbow things. I was like, ah. I was, as soon as he said it, I'm like, every guy in chat right now is fucking looking at their elbows and shit. <laughs> See if that shit's fucking straight. It's held pretty damn true, man. I don't Wait, think what? I don't know if it's 100% or whatever, but I don't think it it's made sense. Good. It made sense, but uh, I don't think it's 100% effective. Yeah. Did I ask? What what about this elbow thing? If supposedly if you put your arms straight out, like with your palms to the ceiling, your elbows will point in and, and guys' elbows will be straight. Their arms will be straight. Women. But women's elbows will kind of have a tilt in almost like towards each other. Well, oh wow, that is kind of weird because it was I'm like women's arms tilt in because they have the curvature of the they have the hourglass figure. So when they're walking, their arms can clear effectively. And men have a straight thing. So their arms are straight. Is that true? I don't know. I, it was I don't know. Don't Everybody's been checking, though. That's funny as fuck. That, on the spot. that was a great. <laughs> Wait, what? Drop that on the spot, trolling everybody. So we're all checking elbows the next day. <laughs> like, that ain't true, you dumbasses. 
<laughs> just funny hearing it at 30 because it's like something we like said when we were like 13 you know what i mean yeah. like just to tease people like oh dude you're a girl sorry it's like can yeah. you lick your well, elbow they, i they, i still think that's fucking part of you you ever shake hands with somebody and they do that elbow like this the second grab on the elbow and they're like i'm, I'm almost wondering if that's what them cats are like knew something along that line and that's just a fucking way of checking and shit. They're just like, oh, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's good. He's good. You he's know what's elbow. under the cover there. Before we go into business, let me see that damn elbow. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, you have know, you ever, the cup is good to know before you're in the hand, you know what I mean? Like in a poker term, if you get all the tells beforehand, when you get in that hand, you're more prepared. That's all. <laughs> Based on that, what it says, have you ever encountered a transgender individual? No, I've, I know, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I've spoken with some, but I've never like had that encounter. No, <laughs> I have, and I'm telling you, it blew me away. This guy was fucking beautiful. Okay. And until I figured out, oh, shit. I literally fell off my bar stool. I am not shitting you. I fell on the fucking floor and then I backed away all the way out of the fucking bar. Just like, I can't believe what I just fucking This, yeah, it'll shift your reality real it, quick, man. Dude, it was, well, this was in Hawaii, okay? And uh, another Asian guy, guy, talked I talked with him for whatever, for at least an hour, bought drinks, everything. And then I'm like, I won't go into the details, but it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just thought it was like, whoa, that's the only time that's ever happened to me. But it's a real thing. And I, you know, I have nothing against gay people. I, I, I lived in San Francisco for about nine months. And it really got me out of the homophobia of any kind whatsoever believe me uh but hers was bigger than yours and that really caught you off guard <laughs> <laughs> so three or three off a little bit you know <laughs> i'm it's just like wow you know all right and then if you if you're i'm very i'm very empathetic with people and so you start to think what what is your story I mean, what, well, how did that happen? You know what I mean? Which is, I'm sure you could write a book and it'd be a very interesting read. And I'm very, you know, I'm very, again, I'm very compassionate for people, to, for humans in general, no matter what, whatever yeah. you're. That's you know, what I was going to say, rep- man. If anything, it's whatever, it's something they got to deal with in their life, you know, so. I'm you know. just interested in your story because we're here to accept. I mean, if you can share your experience with me, but dude, it, I was younger. I was probably what was I, in my thirties. I just, it just fucking I was like, whoa. And I'm, I'm with my buddy. I'm like, Ray, let's get the fuck out of here. He's like, what? And anyway, yeah. Interesting. And to, to his credit, beautiful. I was like, what the fuck? Amazing. 
Anyway. No, I got schooled. What the fuck? I got schooled on so back in the day I worked for a shop where the owner the owner was openly openly gay and and uh the the community though man like that's a they're very supportive helpful like there were people that would drive across town to have their car serviced by him because they they wanted to support him you know i'm saying like that was he was a member of their community and they wanted to come there to support him and i yeah i I mean it was kind of eye-opening how how much support was going around in that so it was it was a cool experience you know yeah, I, yeah, that is cool. Great. So, people. what's it mean if you can lick that elbow, teacher? <laughs> I don't know, but you're fucking. You got Nobody some magic powers. You, you, you look stupid trying. That's the whole. <laughs> thing. You can do it. Like the whole. Uh, if your hand is bigger than your face, you have cancer, and they're like, huh? And he slaps them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> magic powers. I think it's a very good description of what women have is they do have magic powers over men. They really do. And uh, they don't want us to know it, but they really do have magic powers over men. And if you do not respect women, then you do not respect your mother. So who the fuck are you? You know, that's the way I look at it. And that's why I'm so glad teacher won the fucking beans. Number one, she lovely lady and she's doing really good things for the community in my humble opinion and she's a first-time grower <laughs> oh yeah hit all the checks right i was there. gonna say teacher you got like a seed library going over there don't <laughs> i know <laughs> i'm gonna have to like just find find like a whole big barn just so oh no, can... you just started your pokemon collection <laughs> yeah yep, right there you go that that does translate to me you know the very first time i started collecting seeds i'm like this reminds me of pokemon (laughs) it's a lot like that man i do think there's a lot to that where it's like kind of a collecting thing and like you know not every not every seed i've bought is going to get popped i know that you know some of that shit's just spontaneous or whatever you're wanting to support somebody who thinks a cool breeder for whatever reason so there's one guy i know he's a good friend of mine i don't he doesn't he likes to remain in the shadows but he's a seed fucking free okay and he's he's my age he's collected a lot of fucking seeds that's where i got the dj short blueberry and the hog and some of these I'm like, dude, if you don't fucking grow, does, what he, like, does he like giving them out? Point, right? oh, that's yeah. If you don't grow them, they're going to get dead. He's giving yeah. me some original New York diesel seeds that were inert. And I'm like, dude, how long? Oh, I've had those about six years. And I'm like, well, fuck, they're dead, dude. They didn't grow. Sorry. You know? How long do you like, I'm just curious, how long do seeds like last? Like a year? Depends or does it depend on like how it is stored? There's, there's a yeah, it's, it's all on how they're stored. There's a place in like right around the North Pole that has like the biggest seed library, and they have everything from like uh, aloe vera to pine trees to pineapple. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard about that. Yeah. Place. So <laughs> the if you store something below, I don't know what temperature below zero, but at zero percent humidity, then right. they're pretty much stored indefinitely. 
Right. So the, the better you store them, the longer they last. But typically, if you're going to just put something like in a cabinet or in a drawer or something like that, he'll contact me and he'll say two, years, two to seven years. Talk me down, dude. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, attitude has a seed sale. I'm like, this fucking. I, I really. support line. Seeds. I'm like, dude, okay, calm down. Now go to your seed stash and look at it. <laughs> like, look at all the seeds that you have not ever grown. And you want more, right? All right, thanks, man. Thanks. I swear to God, that that was like me though when I was buying seeds, and I was I was mainly considered with buying seeds that I wanted to have future breeding prospects with, right? But because I was yes. buying from Attitude, they would give me, and I would spend a lot of money, and they would give me anywhere from five to ten free seeds each time yep. I ordered, yep. and I wasn't mm -hmm. growing. I wasn't growing, outgrowing that pace. So I was only growing, you know, four plants per round and like four rounds a year or something like that. So I never got to those seeds, which ended up biting the ass because like I said, I had a disorganized situation. Some seeds got confiscated and fortunately the pile that did get confiscated mm. was the more desirable ones or the more rare mm. ones. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've had a few of the old packs I tried to pop too. They've been probably seven, eight years old, and I've had duds. So. Yeah, I had a uh, the I had a I popped it. I think it was either seven or eight years old pack of regular Nebula from Paradise Seeds, and it was a five pack. Three of them cracked to where the little something came out of the shell. Two of them didn't. I planted the three, but none of the three popped out of the ground. Ah, I've had that it happened this recently. Yeah. Fucking pisses me off, man. You get the little guy that stands there forever. Mm -hmm. And then you look at the roots, because I, I take the the uh, puck and I turn it upside down and I split it and I put the seed in there so I can open it up and see how the roots are done. And uh, what causes that, right? It's happened a couple times here recently. I, I don't know. I, as, as I got you know, when I had a, I had a nice surgery in 2000 and either, I think it was 2014. And previous to that, I feel like I could handle the seeds and I had a better seed germination, but I was going from the old school paper towel and a bag and then transferring into soil that I would be very careful of moistening to whatever water amount I wanted, the, putting that seed in there, not having to water it again until the seed came up out of the ground. Yeah. Most of the time that worked out great, but now that I really can't handle seeds gently enough and see what I'm doing, I literally had the best success with just wetting the, the medium and putting the seed right on the top of the medium and letting it go down. These and to do the seeds that I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I mean, like I pop like three or four at a time and then one of them doesn't, it shows up but then the roots don't develop. And I'm just like, what the fuck causes that? Because it's just, it's happening. Sometimes I thought it was like a big chunk of perlite that got in the way or something. <laughs> yeah, but I, but you're germinating in perlite sometimes, are you? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. No, no, oh, okay. I, I, I use uh, root, root, root. Right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But I, I jump know. upside down and I slice them. They're very good at opening up and then you put the seed in there very gently and close it. And then I put it in the dome again until they pop. 
and I take them out of the dome and let them get fresh air. And most of the time it works, no problem. But here lately, a couple of seeds, it must be genetics because two. Is this a, are you talking about your own in-house seeds, by the way? No, these are actually some seeds from their older seeds, actually. So okay, so older a, seeds. Yeah. Older seeds, this is, I have the same theory of, it, it would include older seeds and the frequency of new breeders passing around seeds and seeds not being maybe in the most technical environment. Maybe, you know, like we're just talking like bedroom tent type seed production. And I always had a theory where why, why I, in my case, or maybe in your case, or other people share the same uh, situation that um, we have to sanitize more seeds at a faster rate than we used to. For, for whatever the case, when seeds mainly were coming from like big production places overseas in Holland or whatever, I think they had a tighter control on their environment and the hands that were handling those seeds and the precautions that they would take probably gloves and proper storage vials and like we're saying stored in the right atmosphere and temperature the whole entire time and now the you know hobby slash new slash you know like seed entrepreneurs are doing it they're not maybe doing the exact same technical precautions so if you don't sanitize or maybe in old case seeds uh sanitize because they might have a collection, you know, in 10 years, they might have collected in micro amounts, but still accumulated a whole bunch of pathogens, right? So you'd want to sanitize and maybe reinvigorize with hormones. Makes sense. In other words, there's a, a multitude of things that could basically cause it. Yeah. On the, the because the seeds I had the hardest time germinating were the newer, the newest seeds I've ever had. Whereas, like I said, in the attitude seed days, I was getting seeds that were, you know, bred by those large producers, stored in their, you know, proper storage containers, and then sold wholesale to attitude, who's putting them in almost the same or similar storage containers, and they're even maybe a few months to a couple of years old by the time I'm getting them, but they were stored properly, so, and and collected and maintained and put into their packaging properly too you know that it's the obviously now because we know because with everything that happened in the last year we're paying way more attention to how clean things are that we touch but seeds in the that were made in the past few years no one took into consideration what their what was on their fingers what was on the container that they're storing it in and there's so many variables yeah you know I don't. I think that may have come into some somewhat into play. But when I talked to Kevin Jodry about this, he he said in the case of the older seeds, trying to germinate older seeds, it just he felt that you know when a seed packs everything that that it needs to germinate the nutrients, the hormones, everything should be in that seed. And he said within long-term storage, he felt that uh, in time, that stuff just kind of broke down and was less and less available to that newly sprouting seedling. And that's what he kind of suggested in what you were saying is kind of smoke to, to soak it in some type of hormones to get it a better shot. It, you know, that's what he was kind of saying about some of the... the uh, 
the 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 how the one the 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 ones the throwbacks ones we don't like the runts I guess is the best mm-hmm. term for it. I was looking for a good term, but the runt basically was basically that seedling that just was concepted and didn't have enough of what it needed, you know, to be as fire as the rest of them. So I think that could be, you know, but when we're talking about newer seeds, red pill, let's say something else happens to mom. Maybe, maybe in that case, she was seeded in some, in some, at some point in insemination, she got sick and uh, changed the process and didn't put out enough to them seeds of what they needed. They were conceived, but necessarily didn't fully develop it, you know, the way they should because she got sick due to maybe some type of stress or maybe, uh, you know, I've even heard as, you know, organic seeds being more hardy because of, you know, that same thing. They were just a healthier plant that produced a more robust seed. You know, I don't know. Could be. Well, in production wise, like I, that's the thing. Like sometimes people want to kind of have some prior intel of like how the seeds were actually, you know, what kind of medium or environment or light that the seeds were made under. And they have some, you know, to to take away from that, they might want to do the same, replicate that because they're, even if the grower did have that in mind, say that they had all that dialed in, that's how like whatever, uh, um organized a grower was you know and of course you think even for when they're doing seed production that if they're making their own medicine the best quality they could or making their production the best quality they could they're going to do the same to grow those you know seeds in the same environment but i don't know right offhand because all that information is probably more held to you know not as open people as we are right now and breeders that you know don't 100% 100% disclose or put out there online every single step that they're doing. Now it is more popular probably because of the social media thing, but you know, 10, 20 years ago where the, them people were doing it, I would think wasn't such a thing that they were sharing. So I, that would be cool to know if something was made like fed different, you know, nutrients, entirely synthetic or maybe like someone in a RDWC for someone for some reason that's also doing seed production. But I feel that some so many other people have side projects going on where they're making seeds to where if they're growing their medicine or production in RDWC, they might still, you know, dial it back a few steps and maybe just do either cocoa and some, you know, uh, two part or maybe even just get regular old, maybe like potting soil and just let it rip there. So I would like to know that too, if someone did that, if they didn't take into consideration treating it like the other two situations, you know, that amount of attention to detail, if that does kind of make the seeds diminish. And just because people are really talented growers, they didn't take that into consideration. So maybe it, it fucks them over because they're make, there's, you know, make like what you said about having seeds that are basically deficient, not being grown in a, adequate environment i'm actually reading a botany book one of the best seed soaks that you could do would be in in a coconut water because that's basically everything a seed needs as well is everything in that coconut water so give them a soak in that until they crack 
scuff them up, put them in the coconut water, and, you know, see if they and work I, that way. I also was thinking about the botany book, and they said even the best method to, I mean, this is like if all things are a go and you can actually be able to do this, but the very best thing is having all the parental lines to every seed uh, stock that you make and then just making new batches of seeds every couple of years, two years or so, you know, don't have old seed stock. The best way is to, if you can keep those parents around, just continue making new batches of seeds. That's why breeding takes so damn much room because if you start, mm -hmm. you know, it takes a lot of room, time and attention. Well, when not, now we're lucky because people are throwing tens and twenties and hundreds of million dollars at it and they can have all those plants, you know, stored in just like a fucking one inch, test tube ready to go at a minute's notice and they can have in something like a regular commercial uh, refrigerator size they literally have like whatever two or two thousand or more different genetics That's being able to store what do they call that again every st uh, uh, tissue cell or in vitro or micro propagation or you know all those i don't know the technical term for it basically plant tissue that you're storing that's interesting. Guys, I got to go to bed. Mr. Culture? Yep. Yeah, I'm with you, Bingus. I got to get out of here as well, Sorry, guys. You still drinking over there? You ready to hit it, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still hitting it, but I mean, yeah, it's time for me to just finish what's in my can and time to go to bed. I wasn't drinking no hard alcohol or anything like that. I was just having some, some beers. Good to see you, brother. I, I'm going to bed, guys. Uh, red pill, always great. To see you, man. Yep. GP, congratulations. Awesome. Smiley, that's a nice looking joint. And Eagle, my brother, keep up the good work. Chat room, God bless you all and keep doing what makes you happy, right? Always good to see you, Bingus. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. <clears throat> I'll be contacting you soon, Bingus. Have a good night. Good night, Bingus. Yeah, guys, I'm out of here too. I just want to say, uh, it's good seeing everybody, everybody tonight. Uh, I'm going to try to come around more often. I've just been super busy in transitioning to the job. I've uh, had a rough schedule. But regardless, um, it's been really good to see you guys the last few days. And uh, thanks for always having me. Eagle, always a pleasure. Smiley, Red, yep. Chicha. I'm really excited for you, Chicha. You need to pop some beans. <laughs> I was gonna say the <laughs> the only regret I have is I should have popped two instead of one. I'm like I'm gonna put her in this big box and it's gonna be like, well you got no buddies, <laughs> right? But yeah, I I look forward to seeing uh, I look forward to seeing you grow. And uh, yeah. if you need anything or anything I can help out with, please let me know. I'd be happy to be a resource. Um, Thank you. But uh, everybody have a good night and yep. uh, cheers. Yep, cheers. cheers. Have a good night. Cheers. Have a good one. You know, it's really going to suck, Chicha, if, if that's a boy when you get it get it going all that way. Nope. No, because every time I open Who's that door, I'm like, hey, girl, what up? <laughs> and she's like, hey. <laughs> no, no. It does look like it's doing good, though. It does. It does. It's Check its elbows. Like... Check its elbows, Cheech. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, now check. Hold out your arms. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That was the tip That's of the funny. night, though. That's for sure. 
That guy was funny. That guy was funny. He could do comedy, man. He could have done stand-up comedy. I was thinking that. Probably does. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've told you before, man. That uh, that 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 clubhouse is uh pretty cool, man. I was on there today. I, it's odd to get uh, invited up to speak on them things. I don't. I, I'm still very quiet. I don't. I don't have the rhythm for that live speaking. To be honest with you. Yeah, you never. I like do to it. sit back and listen. Never do it. So you, you think should. it's only going to be a Apple thing, or is it you're going to expand that, or is Samsung going to compete and make a treehouse or something like that? Yeah, no shit. Oh, I, I I hope they do expand on it because it is a good platform. But for some reason, I because it's Apple, I doubt it. I really you know, it's funny it. that you say that. I was cleaning a house, and you know they have Alexas, and I'm like Alexa. Find fucking talking shit with Eagle podcast. And she's like, hmm. <laughs> I can't find fucking beep. <laughs> you know, she said the it's just funny. Hey, you can't find it because you can't say it, bitch. No. <laughs> There's no beep. <laughs> no, that's funny. Anyway. I put a note on that. My- Future cannabis project. Um, replayed it or whatever and I was like well thanks for replaying this for all our non-iPhone losers or I mean users no that was live that was live I, I'm glad I was actually glad now I was like man I was kind of fucking pissy I didn't think about it to be honest with you it's a great idea but I was I was there listening earlier that what was it today was it today or yesterday Yesterday, yeah. fucking uh, Saturday. I was gonna, I was gonna fucking show you, but I was like, man, I don't want to rub it in. So I've done already told him to download that, <laughs> download that clubhouse. But I was gonna screenshot that shit and send you that they were having, you know, a living soil room going on, and it had like a ton of people that I know that you'd like to listen to. And I was like, see, he could be in on this. He would be loving this shit right now. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get it is, man. Life. It's I'm gonna try to dig one up. Two of the girls got them, so I'll get their old phone. Or something like that. That's what I do. This, you know, I'm gonna, I'm fucking, I hate iPhones. I fucking hate them. I had this is my one and only iPhone right here. This is an old one that I kept just for because it had messages with sub on it, to be honest with you. And then huh. fucking, uh, fucking, oh, it's 420. Cheers, 420. everybody. Cheers. And then this clubhouse thing came on, and I tried to download it on my fucking Samsungs. And it was come to find out it was just a fucking iPhone thing. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, uh, oh, I got an eight. I got an eight. And I fucking got it out, and I got on the <laughs> iPhone store. I'm like, yeah. So even if I wanted to take mine with me, I'd have to figure it out, way to tether it to my phone or something, so it had Wi-Fi, so I could fucking listen to it. But that's just the key, man. You can play it anywhere where you got Wi-Fi. You got Wi-Fi at the grow, man. You could be fucking listening into it the whole time you're over there. <laughs> but, the Twitter. I dig it. But no, I that's dig it. I, I only cool you. <clears throat> the ones I've seen are really cool. 
I would not an I iPhone. wouldn't go get an iPhone just for that app, though. I think that's what they're hoping for, though. I think that's the why they won't put it on Android, because I think they're trying to sell more iPhones with that app. Like, yeah, get in there. Well, where do they find all these people? Because it's, I mean, there's a lot of intellectual people on there, like, like in colleges or in, you know, you know, what I mean, in that world or whatever. So it's interesting because they're not like the ones I've heard. They're not like some of the people coming up on the panel are like, yeah, I'm not in the cannabis world, but like I, I work at this university and do this such and such a science in it. And yeah, it's pretty interesting shit. That is cool. <clears throat> well, if they found that room, they're following somebody <clears throat> that has ties. Because like uh, when you when you sign up for the app, you can put up all your likes and shit. You know what I mean? And things you may be interested in, and occasionally it'll pop up rooms with that kind of shit that you're interested in. Like say, <laughs> like I put it like psychedelic. So man. I get every so often rooms that hey you know are talking about mushrooms and shit like that pop up or music or whatever I interest I've you know screened it for and even at that you can look for rooms at any time you think of a subject you can see if there's a room pertaining to that it, subject. People were saying they needed an invite to it though. Is there a step to that or something? Yeah, yeah. Actually, you download that thing and it, they put you on a fucking waiting list. And you either wait to get accepted in or somebody's got to toss you an invite and give you a pull-up. <laughs> so, yeah. I I think that's part of it, too. That mystique thing. They're trying to, they're trying to create a mystique around that app, I think. But it is what it is, man. There's a lot of shit being dropped in there. Yeah. So, well, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Yeah, I can cheers. Skywalker. I am smoking blue monster or blue monkey. It smells like blueberries punched you in the face. It's the best way to explain it. So. Oh, yeah. I am smoking the Menanja Delight by Cana Queen. Still burning that down. I've yet to shit myself. <laughs> or anybody else that smoked it. That's funny. I was hoping for, you know, at, in the beginning I was leery of it, but since I've been smoking it, I've been kind of at least hoping for at least a out-of-control fart or something. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you need enough force to push that boulder out of the the river, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's funny you say that, Red Bull, because I've talked about on the show, there for the longest time, the morning routine was fucking get up, make a pot of coffee, get that cup of coffee, because coffee loosens things up. Roll one, <laughs> roll one up, and just hit that fucking toilet and smoke that first one right on the shitter. The fucking, I, I fucking, I've been, I'm right, right there with you. You, 
You've never fucking fucking blasted one out until you fucking coughed out a biscuit and shit. It's almost <laughs> it's almost painful. At one point, I swear, I think I'm fucking shot out and fucking turned sideways on a fucking cough. Just oh Jesus! <laughs> Comes up thick right. It has right angles. Uh, I prefer to say a buddy of mine that would get drunk and swear, swear, swear. I never called his bluff on it, but he sweared he could form fucking letters by fucking corresponding fucking squeezes of fuck cheeks. Maybe a couple (laughs) numbers like the, you know, like eight or nine sometimes, but that's about it. Shitting out sevens and S's and shit. <laughs> He's sending me a message. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with these sixes, dude? Come on, man. Man, last three shits, I've all been sixes. Six, six, six. What is up? <laughs> What are these fucking angel lovers coming up in my toilet? Oh, I think I, that's fucking funny. That's funny. Oh shit! Shit! I do. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy it's the weekend, guys. Really am. Yeah, Saturday. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got big plans or something? Yeah, Maybe I'm chilling. <laughs> chilling. Think about a stranger later on. Uh... <laughs> This makes it up. (laughs) Maybe sleep on that left hand and wake up and go at it out. (laughs) Sending smoke signals, fart signals. (laughs) COVID test known as nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> or it's a good excuse, man. If you ever rip one in the store and people were like, oh, it stinks, you'd be like, be thankful about <laughs> that. Because if you didn't, that would be a bad thing. Yeah. That is very true. You pass their test. That's all. Or you can be like, you know, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Just walk away. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> you ate it, man. You ate it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's gonna remember that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. The stupid shit we did before we had cell phones. Those will be the stories we'll get to tell later, like in the retirement home. Man, I remember. 
Oh, Grandpa. That's a <laughs> I know. I think about that every once in a while. I'm like, damn, when I, like, my grandkids, I'm going to be like, yeah, so <laughs> for cell phones, before color ID. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you think about it, it's pretty wild. Like, uh, like I remember growing up and there was all, you know what I mean? Like we had TVs and shit and my grandpa's, you know what I mean? Like all that was new, you know? And now it's like every, yeah. Like every generation is still the same. Cause there's like new technology. Like we had new technology that our parents weren't used to either. Or whatever. Right. My kids did, right. you know, they had cell phones and shit. And my parents were, I know it's crazy to me. Like, yeah. I didn't have my first cell phone until I got a job and bought my own cell phone. And it was a minute phone, so it wasn't even, like, a true cell phone thing. But, yeah. Now I look at my daughter, I'm like, what the heck? You're, like, six. I mean, it's not, like, connect to anything. She just watches her videos, but I'm like, you're six. You gotta... <laughs> it's all yeah, touch screen. My, my girls were, like, 12 or 13, something like that. But fuck, all the kids had them in school. It's like, geez, oh, Pete, man. <laughs> right. You know, I thought I was cool when I had, like, a, a CD Walkman and it can, like, fit in your pocket, you know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm right at the border of that. I, in, in, in the phase of middle school to high school, it transitioned to carrying a CD player to having an iPod. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Fucking like, oh, yeah, you're not cool. You don't have an iPad. Or an MP3 player. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think of the fucking. LimeWire, Napster. Napster. Illegal. Yeah, yeah Napster. Yeah. There's FairShare. Post Napster, but I did have LimeWire that was stuck on that for years. Yeah, there was bear share too. You know. Now it's all the TV stuff. Like you watch movies and shit. That's mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like we don't. Yeah, like we subscribe to Comcast, but that's for the internet. You know. It's right. Like, yeah, all the other shit. She just down. You know, my girl just downloads them. She's got all. This stuff. Yeah, well, everything has an app, and within the app, you can you know watch movies or play games or buy things or whatever so it's just yeah like you said you're just buying internet like landline who has a landline anymore who remembers the you know their landline phone number i just never mind but with that too i remember a cordless phone and getting the first uh, or getting the first cordless phone you know yeah that was a big thing yeah yeah first the first cell phone my dad still has his like when it first came out he's like yeah i'm gonna keep you know that dinosaur little cell the, phone thing the first like, wave it, of cell phones i remember is when everyone had those nokias that you could get different face plates for <laughs> it was one that like even my grandpa got a cell phone you know at that point right. yeah that's crazy. It's crazy to think that we used to go around and not have phones. And now it's like 
You have to have it. Well, pay phones, right? Wasn't there a million? Yeah, pay, pay phones. phones. <laughs> yeah, you have pay phones. Yeah, for sure. If you find a pay phone and it works, make a call. That's just because. Just because. Just because you could. My right. daughters were all wanting to take pictures by a pay phone. <laughs> seen one on vacation they're like i never seen one oh my god and they're like running up to it and showing their friends at school and shit look what we seen that was the cool thing it was a fucking payphone yeah it does yeah. ruin it does ruin one of the catchphrase comeback lines from the 80s though is here's a fucking quarter call someone who cares man yeah I no more man i don't yeah, fuck you can't like what the fuck are you talking about dude that's stupid right. <laughs> wait, wait, they're like wait 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 quarter ounce right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ted's killing me for money, yeah so. it's and i think it's like 10 cents for every two minutes after your first like you know call something like that yeah something like that See, I grew up, my dad was driving, he drove truck out west, so yeah, he would always be hitting pay phones at the truck stops and shit like right. that. Right. Now it's a whole different ball game, man. Like, they could just fucking be cruising and they got, as long as they got their headsets. Right there in the cabin. Shit, they'd probably be live, they're live streaming it. They're like, yeah, FaceTime. you want to know what I'm doing? What I'm doing? FaceTime. Hey, I'm going to honk the horn for you, son. Yeah. Yeah, not too long. They won't even be driving. The fucking thing will go by itself, right? But there has there has to be a person there. There has to be, right? Like there has to be. There the one that I be. think the one that I thought was kind of cool and maybe made sense was that, um, like the lead one has a driver, and then they'll have like two trucks behind it that are driven off from that lead truck. So it's like right. a boy kind of thing, right? Those seem yeah. to make some sense too. Cause some of the, like you, some of the trucks, man, you see them with the two and three trailers. It's like fuck, man, that dude's doing all he can to hold on to that thing sometimes. Yeah, or you see some of those semis that are they're even double, and the back one is just like, yeah. like going bad. You're like, uh, you know, I'm just gonna like either go way back or just pass you. <laughs> pass fast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've been in some scary situations with semis. I had like a, a little bit of, not a phobia, but it made me nervous. I was driving a 91 uh, Saturn, so that little tiny fucking plastic car. And I was going down 96, like towards like Ann Arbor area. And I was going down this one bend and I was all the way to the left. And all of a sudden there's like a semi in front of me. A semi side of me and a semi behind me and then uh, like to my immediate left it was just like a cliff because <laughs> I was going around like it was also a hill too yeah. I was just holding on for dear life like oh my god yeah so yeah some ways are a little a little scary but yeah <laughs> that was my crazy story yeah, after the bend, though, I was like, get me out of here, please. I, I had everything <laughs> in my head pop into my, my favorite thing to see on the highway, which is a car hauler. And that's because when I was a kid, I had a really dope ass car hauler toy that all my other car toys fit on. 
Yeah. That's why I thought car haulers. And then you said Ann Arbor, and I thought of Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> car haulers are the ones I'm always leery of. Even as a kid, remember following behind them and going, just watching the one one bounce or something. You're like, that fucker ain't strapped down. <laughs> that fucker ain't strapped down. Like it's, yeah, it's get out from behind this thing. I always want to drive up one on the highway, like like mm-hmm. get hit or like you're running from the police. And... Grand Theft Auto with that dirt bike and just whoosh, right up right there. when it's empty or whatever, you can just run right up that ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's getting late. I'm gonna jump out though. Yeah, I'm probably gonna fall right behind you. Yeah, long day. I'm tired, but good. Like it was like shit. Retire. <laughs> My bad. We'll see you guys. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> I always like to give him some shit. It just happens to work out like that. It ain't his fault. Well, I mean, for you guys, yeah, I'm sure it's getting late. I mean, you know, been up all night. It's about almost 4.30-ish. Or almost 5.00. Yeah, but I'm gonna head on out, get some things done. Probably do a live after your shout outs and everything or whatever. Maybe. I don't know, maybe later on. But uh thanks for having me. And good morning. Yeah. Congratulations on I know (laughs) I'm gonna stop playing for a while. May, I might, maybe I'll do a giveaway. I don't know. I'm feeling like I need to get back because it's just like, ah, every time I jump in two eagles and there's a giveaway, I'm like, oh, I'll just throw a number. And it's... <laughs> I tend to where like, there was a time when else the juju giveaways. And I'm like, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm gonna let just you know three giveaways. I'm not gonna keep. I don't want to win a fourth one and have someone mad at me and think it's rigged. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just I gotta give someone else that juju. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, good morning, good night, good afternoon, wherever you are. Have a good day. It's great That's seeing good. you. Yeah, it was good hanging out with you guys. And I'll see you later. This day, Cheech. Okay, I, yeah. I think I'm out of here too because I have my uncle's homemade beef jerky that's called my name. Oh, I love beef jerky. Hell yeah! You have a good one, Red Pill. Yep. I look forward to uh, seeing you maybe tonight. Yep. Thank you. Um, peace out, everyone in the chat, and thank you, Eagle, for having me again. Well, that does wrap up this episode of The Wormhole. 33, 9, 30, what? 339. Holy cow, man. The number's getting so high up there. I can't believe it. Uh, gonna keep adding them. Keep adding them until they hit 1,000, and then we'll see where it goes from there. But it is an honor to check in with you guys night after night. This thing gets to be more and more special to me every day. Every day, this thing. Uh, uh, I 
I look forward to doing this. I look forward to talking with you guys. I look forward to seeing you guys in chat. It has become a family thing. In fact, uh, when I was on Clubhouse today, one of the past guests, uh, Jenny Dill, Miss uh, Jenny Beth Dill, uh, was on there saying how what a great time she had on the show and uh, was giving the community big, big props. She said, you know, Eagle, not only did I have fun on your show, but as soon as I got off, your amazing community hit me up in my DMs, told me what a great time they had on the episode, gave me follows, and I said, yes, that is a very good example of what a fine community we have going on over there. And I am very proud of you guys, this community for sure. That's why I do the shout outs. Big reason why I do the shout outs. I got tons of respect for you guys. Tons and tons of respect for you guys. All right, let's find, uh, just added Ross Joe to the shout outs list. Welcome to the show, Ross Jeff. Hopefully, uh, you check out the show again. We do have a lot of fun here, for sure. Let me get some, uh, little bit of some YouTube going here. Well, obviously we're on YouTube. But something we've listened to, I do my shout out. I don't think I'm going to get away with Merc, though. I don't know how many of you are Merc fans, but I am certainly Okay. Let it go, right? Of course, top of the list, our friend. So cool. We miss you, brother. We are all we nerds. We nerds for life, at least me. These House of Dank, Mama Law 710, Scarecrow 420, Green Thumb Bum, Christina MG, M89, Unplugged 705, Medically McCullough Cuddy, Rick T, the Rebel, the 9G207, Fabian Salinas, Dave is out here, Tom Spook, Greg Walker, Mendo Dope, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye, Jedi Grows, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Duckweed, Run Boy, 7426, Justin Goodert, Strongman, Oki Grower, 75, Corey, Trevor, Michael Wallace, Small Vision, 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Kentaco, Don Slug, Rick S. in the bushes, 827, Jerk Simmons, or I'm sorry, James Siemens, Kevin Hahn, World's Last Hope, Pats Fan, 420, Bible Dirt Road, Dude, Kenneshiba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Damn Goblin, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, Acetone, 710 Canuck, Ken Queens Genetics, Savvy Tanase, Fundor, Dirtman, Dan, Keith the Black Sales, Mr. Bosillas, Zen Premium Gardens, Ross and Bob, Ross and Jeff, Soil Root, Small Tune, Tyler, Frosty Buds, North Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Rose, JC, Modern Genetics, O'Cal Weedner, John, Last PPJ 15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grower, T1 Productions, Dane Grower, DOA Grower, Meds, another gentleman we miss, Miss Nudie Grower, I grew some Johnny Cannon Seed, Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Zoe and Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover, Clover 420, Hyper Spy, Aldridge 25, Madam T, Sue Moo, Mo Grower, The Can of Crate, Loki Grows, Cast, This Guy, Sid Burton 7979, Polish Hammond, Midwest Outlaws 31. 
Hoodoo Altars, Presno, Nerds, Cali Connections, Wolverine Bro, Big Jar Bros, Jimmy One for Life, Layback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations Creations, Amber Lonic, Psychedelic Boy, like Artist LD, Sir Sicky Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Window, Big Ed 1961, Manawani G3, The Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Sprinkly, Brittany, Entirely Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, Be Too Crazy for You, BGWG420, Dr. Budswell, Purple Thumb OG, Iron Throw, Since We Anthro, Beast, Just a Face 420, Beast Coast Road 420, Sir How, Trey Ballone, Keep It Real, Hagerton 420, Subs Up and On It Everywhere, BTWD Gross, Mr. Vegas gave away some things tonight. Thank you, Vegas. Green Muff Puffin Man, Alex Boykin, Chef Life, School of Crop, Because I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest OK, Reels 100, 212, Man, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Cage Farms, Me All Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob Sunbot Wins, Kingdom Microponics, Andrew, Michigan Natives, Mary Jane's Men Gardens, Dreamer 77 Double D, Bad Bunny Nutrients, Swiss Green Pots, Miss Green Nugs from 619 664, Spaniard Kruger, Joe to the Grow, Papa G Grows, Brass Amy Joe Grows, Cast the Grow from Your Heart Podcast, Lily Luna of the Green Med Flock, Jeremy Moran, Sony Creek, Lost Heart, Mr. No One, LG 420, Giant Mike, Jason I, So P, Win. David Kobe, Mason 682, Scroggy McScroggy in the fourth, the Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Chad Brad, Family Farms, Polly P. Bjorg, Kevin Jodry, Mike Honcho, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Steensland. Thank you for amazing out our episode. Organic Home Bones. Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Maine Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarges, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy. What the fuck am I to do? Uh, Don, uh, Dan, the indoor man. Gromish homies, Clam, Hilman, Hamilton smokes, Club smokes, Keystone, Canada flag. Big High 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Drew Hustle, Fred Darren Carlos, North Arizona, Beer Girl 420, No Salad, Jesse White, Castane Yeti, Introvert, Genetic, Soso J, Vixen Robin, Killer 8 Mo, James Buttercream, C Dub from Norcale, The Pharmacy, Seed Bank, Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dora, Antenna Seeds, Fab, Carius K, Mike Rubles, The Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751. Lawrence Gonzalez, so too slow to get up. Stu Moo, Popco 719, Bake with Shake, Baby, Old Smoke, PWC, Grown Buds, Laura Wash, Mr. Weed Blunt, Old Smoke, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Honcho Grown, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pungent Sound Seeds, Blythe Grower, Richard T, Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul Food Spectrum, Gone God, Lori Hanson, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Connolly, Pint. Bony face, show me Sasquatch, fuck Google Andrew, I'm going well. Canadian Restore Porter Farm, Carl Wright, Zephner, Humble Farms, Trenton, Trenton, Annery Farms, there we go. Seldom seen Oak Park Garden Tail, 9782, Snowy Pass, Martial Artist, 2012, Microslave, Hefner, Hefner, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Green Fingers, Motherfucker Thomas, Rancho Coastal Plenty, Michael Monkey Balls. Andrew Champlain, Bobby Lynn Meads, Trent Digger, Mr. Mac, Tony Lake, Blown, and Bill S. Weed Peace, Tater Delicious, Turn Missy, uh, Minty, uh, sorry, Minty, Country Roots, Hair on Fire, Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny, Teeny 101, Buds and Hazards, Miss Club 14, Bearded B Man 616, Snarl Up, Max Scrum and Ruby. 
Who else we got here? Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beats, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real, Jennifer Steele, Kinnabus 03, Turn Farmer, Shannon Steven, Scarlitos, Latina, Gator Country, Mr. Speed, Will Steve, Fire Soul, Wooly Wookie. The Goddess Grows Again, Ross and Bob, White Feather Grows, Burning Shrooms, Tone Grows, Zank, The Caveman Grows, BX Gunner 81, Smith Dudes, Noobs Grows, Sean McCann, Jay Monks, Dank Agenda, Wild Wild, Cannon Grow, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Alyssa Parrish, Rock Fam, Justice Mink, 420 Ben, Fresh Grow, Thriving Herbs, High Boy, Your Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Grow, Love for the Plant, Argo, American, Smop Hoken, Unfrozen, Caveman, Hawaii's Highest, Surf Crap, Micro Goon, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius, Dank Brownies, Andy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, Foraging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle, Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Amelia Jensen, Oz Indica, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon, Russ, Matthew Gates, Steve's Bags, Gerald Sire, Yachtnut, Willie, Dink, Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sherbro, Gross, Clackamas, Coo, DJ Conley, Aaron, The Grower, Light 1978, Michigan, Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas, Coo, I got you, Clackamas 420 is what that is supposed to be, Stinky Cola, Dylan Sire, PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grow 707, J8, Grow J420 Cascadian Grows Tito's McGee Four Pines A Weedworks Captain Scrog uh, Skunk Bud Hans Warrior Jackie Young Terry Lee Live Magasser Tempe Annie N D Urge Green Junior Leon uh, from All Purpose Plus Green Goose Eleven Smiles Eleven Bindu Buds My Rasta Grow Three Eleven Mix Up Kinder Grows Eleven or uh, Evergreen G's Friends Tree MMJ. Matt S.A. Vault, Dragonfly B, Justin Mads, Travis Walls, Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, King Chronic, Titan, Blasco Seeds, Shango Gas, Vaso for Life, John Smith, Tommy Trico, Spoke King Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pot, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Steelbert, Indoor 11, Stephanie B, Sheriff Pulley 989, Bob Brown, Simon Stoner Nation 420, Joe Wide Bugs 1313, Grower Painted Lady, Frank Blue, Jay Myers, Smith, the Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bag C, Dr. GG Season, Jeff. Shredder 911, Dutch Gross 420, Scallywag 420, Skillbull 1, Med Girl 1, Empire Breeding Coat from Rolly Lost Leaf, DMS, Danny Danko, Dave B, Bear 7, Ali Noble, CK, Tom Trinidad, Looney Justice, Smoke with Small Town, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Raptor Grows, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Robert Hazleton, Jordan, Michigan Court, Double Tap, Mr. Green Thumb 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, Cannon Bus Driver, Hate and Love, Kenny 710, Operation Grow, T Ben, Rude Nuts 619. It's scrambled emails. Thank you both, uh, Dr. Scrambles. BB Move Rocks, GHF, Double J, Bio Green, Self Grower, Hanky Sinky, 420, OG, KP, Ganja Nana, Your Mama, Georgia Joe, Roy Rodriguez, Beat Growing Head, Nature's Best Nugs, Killer Bee Grows, Ganja Wizard, Husky Gardens, Nut Tree, 420, Dr. Ooh, Soil Life, 420, Bully for Life, The Jeff Roll, 420, Viva 698, Dr. Franklin B, Goddamn, my big Ted's Test, Wob Wobby, Sean Bids, Rescue Ready Roadside, and Notorious Nug, Magma Seeds, Father and Son, Trimming tutorials. Dub T Dank, Jose Ramirez, Doggo the Hut 420, Buck Chiba Man GR 420, Community Video, DMO, what is up? Detroit River Rat, Luis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captain Audit, Channel Bob 13, Main Grower 420, Cookies, Coop, Jay Hendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods All Good, Tally Man Sale, Adam Shankin, 
Ames, Adam Skanking is what that is. Chanel, Simpsons, One Smoke Away, Guns Roads, Kazoo, Aaron Vernon Shrooms, Mr. Lincoln Stinking, Angel Studio, MG, The 420 Grow 10, Paul Diella, John Fleming, Jankovitz, Kimo M. Sky, Fibro, Fibro, Flower, Paul P., Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny, Organic, Some, Sun Man, Chiba Sony, Sunny, sorry, she was sunny. Jeff Papalik, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Farmers, Farmer, fuck all that, Beam, The Misfit Grower, Jason Lyon, 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 446, Jason Grayson, Baker MD, Sony Baker MD, Sony Creek, Russ Chronic, French Dweller, Tarzan Superman, Old Man Herman Ashton, Freebird, Mo Grower, Manny Gar, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Coast Chronic, Stink Fat, Caballero, Caballero, Harbert, Harley Grower, Jen Gott, excuse me, Steve Collins, Todd Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, Lost Island, Hayes, the Island Hayes, all right, Scuba Steve Speaks, J.R. Randy K., TCDR, much respect to you. Claire Killian, Wardrobe Farming, Randy Grande, Piff 1000, AS Boob 3223. Wake up, Captain Freedom B, Puffer Smiles, 15 digits. Ganja, Mich- Michigan, Ganja Mook, Hash, Fred G. We've got Super Bob Groski 808, Weekend and Birdies, K Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style Organics, Libby. I don't know why. I gotta make that Z more pronounced. Zippy, Zippy, iMedic thirty one, RC K Hell, me all flower. Brett Boog, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks Newton K N T, Chris D, two C both times four. Natty Dread, Barbara Walters, Bar- Barbara Matthews. That's funny, Barbara Walters. I wonder how many times I've said it like that. Ancient soul grown. If I have, I'm sorry, Barbara Matthews. Ancient soul grown. Kevin Jiu-Jitsu. Canada Health and Happiness. Berserk 215. Collab. Low Cut. Edward Trembley. Mo Manic. Med. Raz. Banshee. Helen. Huge Anus. James T. Atomic Spoon. Miss Jill. Big Daddy. LT Gardens. High Flyer 420. A lobster brush. Bro. Mother Tree Maid. Red Pill, your boy, Roy Boy, Aesthetic, Shannon, Gibbons, Wuhan, Rick W, Comfortably Numb, The 840 Show, Rick Lamb again, Kenna, Pursuit, K Rolling, K Rolling, Worthy, Buzz, Logan, Man 81, Oil and Flower Podcast, The Entourage Effect, Warren Dixon, Pink Lady Luck, El Mondo 420, Surrounded by Keith, Ferrari Farms, Fridge, Dweller again, single fathers, happiness without guilt. What else we got here? List getting smaller. Richard Forbes, Dan, David Patella, P4P4, Nick T, John Reese. What about Bob Prince, Patty, Daniel Bergman, Green Puffin Man, B Bundle, James Chung, Serge Cloud or Sarge Glows, 818, John Wayne, Cooling Roots. Sister Golden Hair, Dina, El Dankarino, KF Gardens, Blank, 1030, Chosen One, Only Fans, Farmer Jones, Crypto Dope, HIP, Grow, Hip Grow, Matt Levine, Matt Dan Marino, Chronic Wonders, C 
Sunrise Grow, Top Floor Genetics, Mole Vision 420, Can 2 Cannabis, Jess Fisher, My Dog dog Nelia, Rooster Groves, Alex Hardy, Hardy, Hardy Gear, Many Cropper, Daniel Gross Auto, Daniel Gross Photo, sorry Daniel, Mitten Grown Med, Sunrise Grow, Lexi's and Lexi, Courtney and Brittany, my baby girls. I love you guys. I, I love you guys. No Limit 916, Grumpy Toad, Alchemist, the Alchemister, Canamix. Can't forget the Canamix. He's here last night. Funny dude right there. Soil Bone, Soil Bone Addiction, and Rasta Joe. And last but not least, Weed is 207. Thank you guys for hanging out to this crazy, way late Friday, 5 o'clock in the morning. You guys are awesome. Please join me tonight where my guest will be. Uh, Green Hearts Grow. Check them out on Instagram. This will be a good one. Says he's got some stuff for you guys. Don't miss out. You guys know the routine. This is the end of your day, the end of your journey. Get some rest. This is the beginning of your journey. Go on, please make this amazing Saturday a prosperous Saturday. More important, do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. So easy. Can I get that door? You look pretty. Now, did you get a haircut? I enjoy that shirt. You need a fiber, dude? You want to smoke this joint? You need some mud? All kinds of things count. All of them are a little pick-me-up that we all need from time to time. Sometimes they're a little bit more. Sometimes a little bit less. They do make the world go round. Have an amazing day. Look forward to seeing you guys tonight. 1130. Green Hearts Grow. 